0: Hey, what's up everybody? This is Gary with the Get Something Podcast. My guest this week is eating lunch. <laughs> right off the bat, <laughs> Kev on stage, a.k.a. Kevin likes to eat listen, in the middle of the podcast. chicken
1: sandwich is amazing. Gary was like, I'm ready to go. I was like, this sandwich is getting eaten.
0: Hey, listen, I put a disclaimer out there. Um, we ordered food. All my guests, we give the option, would you like breakfast, lunch, whatever, whatever time we're recording. We're recording this in the middle of the day. Told Kev you want some lunch. It took longer than expected. Mm-hmm. I eat faster than Kev. You eat like you were in foster care. I was in the military.
1: I was like, bro, but you're not anymore. It it's in me, man. I just <laughs> eat fast. I'm sorry. <laughs> like I was like on the first one, and you were halfway through the last thing. I'm like, bro, and I don't on.
0: eat slow. Hold up. <laughs> I've been on. My wife gets so mad at me because I eat so fast. I'll just start looking at her like, you ready to go or? <laughs>
1: Well, let's just talk. I go. I don't. I'm ready to go. I'm done. I'm, I'm done cool. eating. I'm, guys, now I'm like, and I'm in a pickle because I want to eat this last one while it's hot. I can tell a long ass story about me if you want. Tell me about yourself. You're in. Hey.
0: Because <laughs> I want to. I want to finish this real quick. Nah, just do a bingles rant real quick. <laughs> On I, I off the. I'll be honest with you, Kev. You're the first person, and I'm going to use this napkin probably most of this podcast because I feel like something's in my teeth and my nose. I had a lettuce wrap. I felt like a piece of... Once you've got that feeling, you can't shake it. Right. You're the first guest that I really don't have a personal relationship. Yeah. As far as that. Because everybody else I've had are in my phone. They're in my cell phone. Right. You're the first guest that I had to call. I had Tony Baker on a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And I said, hey, Tone." You got Kev on stage number, and the reason I wanted you to be the first guest that I didn't really know, you seem like you're an easy going laid-back dude. I didn't want a wild
1: card. Right. <laughs> I don't know what I'm re- getting. It's gonna make you rethink doing it. Yeah, are you're get like a this. wild card, you're gonna go right back to your phone, like, man, I had somebody new. <laughs> Never mind. Let me get you one again. Well, <laughs> well, it's like it's like if I got somebody, either they're not they're
0: giving me one word answers, what? hey miss, what's up? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> We're,
1: you performing this week? Yeah. Oh, we're getting nowhere fast right now. That's the worst. And, and then your audience is like, all you do is talk. Like, you see me asking the questions? Right. They're not answering. <laughs> Nothing. If then you feel the dead air. You feel it. It's like, yeah. Can't finish
0: the chicken sandwich. The dude's not answering your question. If, and listen, if you're listening to this podcast, Kevin's destroying this, sandwich this chicken sandwich. Where does it come from? Let's give the, the restaurant a little shine. RMB. R&D Bistro. And in Santa Monica? In Santa Monica. R&D Bistro. R&D Bistro, man. Not to be confused with B. That's what you used to tell my mom. <laughs> what, what, what are you getting in math class, D? <laughs> Did you say B? Yes. <laughs> so, Kev, whenever you're done I'm eating, I really want to get into your life. I'm done. No, it's fine.
1: I'm done. I, I had a lettuce wrap. I was like... I kept I was clean. really... Impressed by your discipline. What bread? But, the, the, no bread. Do you not yeah. eat bread? Or are you like trying to eat right? I limit. I'm, I'm gluten free. Oh, really? Yeah. And i the only reason I went gluten free is because do you
0: know Romney Malco?
1: Yeah. When we did, well, think, I'm not personally, but I know who you're talking about.
0: Yeah, we did think like a man, and I was I was heavier then. You mm-hmm. know, I was, I was probably i was probably about two thirty five when we shot Think Like a Man, and I've always been like a husky dude. Yeah. But you know, camera does add a couple pounds. It does. And uh, I'll be looking at myself like you got. Oh get wait, together. wait, wait! Till this airs. <laughs> wait, I mean, <laughs> you're gonna look so big after <laughs> eating all that bread. <laughs> Plus a chicken sandwich. <laughs> so did you stop eating bread then? Dude, I went cold. I'm, I'm good at going cold turkey. Really? So we're we were at Hugo's on Santa Monica mm-hmm. eating, and Romney literally goes, "Hey Gary, man, I tell you, if you went gluten free, you'd probably drop ten pounds quick." And I go, "What's that? This is 2011. So this is before everybody got on gluten free." Yeah, yeah, yeah he's like, he started explaining to me what gluten does to your body. And da-da-da. I was like, this really? I go, all right. And then uh, luckily we were at Hugo's because Romney picked the spot to meet for lunch. Mm-hmm. A lot of gluten-free options. So it was like that day I went gluten. free And you never look back? Mm-mm. Never cheated? I mean, it has to be worth it. I can't eat gluten and risk it.
1: Yeah. It yeah, has yeah.
0: like, I know, I know there's a lady I know that makes a really good apple crisp. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to go to her house and be like, no, I'm like, right, to right, make right, that right. apple crisp and I'm going to destroy
1: it. <laughs> Deal with the repercussions. Like
0: if I, if I splurge and eat, like I probably eat fast food once every five months, let's say. Mm-hmm. And if I'm going to go to McDonald's and get a filet of fish, I'm you eating a filet of fish. the, the filet of fish?
1: I've always wondered who is keeping the filet of fish in business. Once every five months, i order two of them. They're like, man, Gary gets them. My boy Tahir, he loves them. He gets a double filet of fish. Double too much. That's a lot. That's, That's too a much. Lot, no, man. one.
0: I'll do two splay of his sandwich. I can't do double. It's a good. It's a good balance between the fish, the fake fish, and the bread, and the bread and the tartar sauce. You can't put two on
1: there. It doesn't make it as good.
0: A, who, go, who does a double of fish?
1: To hear more. Friend to hear mine. more. You're he gonna die it. soon.
0: <laughs> I don't know where. What camera are you gonna look at? You're gonna die soon. To hear,
1: oh, you gotta stop, man. To hear, it's like a regular thing. I wouldn't say it's regular, but he has done it. He's on his way out. That's 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 a big <laughs> choice, man. The double fillet of fish is a two pieces of fish like that. The same fish. It's not. Who? who okay.
0: I'm sure he gets fries and a soda with it too. You Have
1: to. You got to. You're
0: good. You don't you're, have nothing in your teeth. You're gonna to hear. <laughs> you, you should change your name to to go. <laughs> You're on your way out. You're not gonna be here very longer. Stop.
1: For real, man.
0: But if you do it like, like I do, once every five, six months, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. But you can't be like, I'm at McDonald's. Okay, it's January. This is McDonald's. February is Wendy's. You know, March is Burger. No, no, no. I'm talking fast food yeah, in yeah, general. Yeah. It has to be completely worth it. Yeah, I'm I a Midwest guy. So White Castle. Oh my god. Is is I every six months. I'll eat it, and then it's out of my system. I'm like, I never want it again. It's literally
1: out of your system right away. Yeah, People know that about White Castle. They're just like, I don't care. I
0: never had it sober for the longest.
1: Really? Because that was the late night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You sop that alcohol up.
0: Let me tell you the funny White Castle story. Four, six little burgers. Okay. I'm going to get into your backstory, but this is a funny story. So I'm at a White Castle in Covington, Kentucky. <laughs> and <laughs> this white girl is in there. Just she sounds ur- I don't want to say black, but urban. Right, right. But it's it's a little forced. Yeah, put yeah. In. Some yeah. some people do it. You're like uh, you're that's how you were raised. Yeah, yeah. This was kind of forced, and she's going off on the White Castle waitress, and I'm just sitting there and lying with my boy. There's a black chick in there. Yeah. Six four and thick, <laughs> and she's with like three white girls, and real. Uh, meek demeanor, yeah, uh, just sitting there, and his wife going up, and that white girl, the N word came out of her mouth, and wow. she wasn't saying it like to anybody black. She said it to the white girl yeah. working the restaurant. I never seen <laughs> an accent leave so fast. This black girl went, just went, the fuck you say? <laughs> and then she went, she went, no, 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 it's okay. She goes, no, it ain't okay. It's and okay, it, and all of a sudden, her arm the black girl's arms came back and was like she was so much bigger <laughs> yeah. than the white girl. She's looking down at her, just just like a mother, yeah. A yeah. Daughter. yeah. And the girl literally goes, I'm sorry, I just i didn't know. am sorry, like she was getting so progressively clueless. White, I'm sorry, I didn't know. I'm sorry, I and I think she ended it with, Let's go to Waffle House. <laughs> I was like. I bought oh. her cruise food. Yeah, just because. I said, I just, I just want you to be happy tonight. I want you to look back and think oh my God. not all white people are bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like this. I got it. And it literally came to like $18. I was about to say. Like, <laughs> it was bad. It's a extra 20. You're Yo, good. It was one of those things where they, the black girl's vibe was just like clearly... Hey, we had a good night. Let's get our food and we're leaving. Right. And that girl was not. Did it, and, not and I wish I was one of those. I wish I was one of those people that film everything.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. That was. Wait, a, this was recent.
0: No, this had to be like 2005. Four. Oh, okay, okay. This is 15, 16 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That that white girl's probably got eight kids by five <laughs> different black dudes by now.
1: <laughs> she had to make up for that mistake. I'm sure. <laughs>
0: There's there's some junior high team right now with three of her mixed kids on the basketball team. <laughs>
1: That's hilarious.
0: <laughs> there's no doubt.
1: Ball is life has got some of her sons mixed. Yeah, right? a big baller brand. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, I
1: mean that was that was a funny White Castle story. Yeah, it was worth it.
0: But you were we were talking before I got you on here. You were raised kind of on Earth.
1: Yeah. You were all over the country. My dad's in the military. Well, was in the military. Just retired. What, uh, what branch? Army. Okay. He's an engineer in the army. He, he retired sergeant major. So we started in El Paso for 10 years. That's my mom met my dad. So then he was stationed in El Paso. We got moved to Virginia uh, for a year, three years, North Carolina for three years, back to Texas when he was stationed in uh, Korea and in 13 years in Washington State. He moved by then. I was like married and stuff. And I was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to just stay here.
0: Is that where you started doing stand up in,
1: yeah. in Washington? Washington State started doing stand up. I did the first time in church at a at a talent show. Hmm. Uh yeah. Did some church stuff, did some, you know, getting whooped stuff. Like all I knew at that at that time. How old were you? I'm sixteen. First time you went on stage was sixteen at a church. Sixteen at a church. Wow. Yeah. So then mess around with it a little bit in college. I got like a couple, like a Kwanzaa gig one year and some like Kwanza it was gig? literally just a Kwanzaa <laughs> gig. I, I got right offered that. it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my my best joke at that moment was, you know, black people, sometimes they don't say specific. They'd be like, you need to be more Pacific. And I was like, you know, I'm this killing This is the it. church or <laughs> the this college? This is in college. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I'm killing yeah, it. And we're like this, <laughs> but to, to make this more specific, we're in the
0: Pacific Northwest. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? <laughs>
1: I mean, I, I tell you, I thought at that time, I was like, man, this is a really great joke. And I was only getting like three minutes at a time. So yeah. like that was my closer, essentially Pacific. Um, and then I got really serious about it. I got fired in uh, 2009. And I told my wife, like, you know, I feel like this is God's plan for me, you know, to, to do entertainment. because I was doing plays and stuff. She was like, no, nah, it's not. And I was like, OK, yeah, I'll, I'll just get a job again. But I got fired in 2009. I was a terrible employee. Where were you I was working at? Key Bank, which started in Ohio. Did it? Yeah, yeah. Key Bank's big in Ohio. And I was a terrible employee. I was printing color pictures of, the, of my stand-on comedy shows. And one time I left the original in the glass at the copy mm-hmm. machine so my manager comes into the break room. He's like, "Hey man, what's this?" And I was like, "Oh, you saw a flyer? Yeah, bro. Don't even worry about the ten. I got you. I'll put you on my list." And he's like, "No, I found this in the copy machine." I was like, "Oh, you got fired because you know? of that?" Well, that was just one of many oh. things. I literally hated that job. And like, my job was to sell you know banking stuff to people, and I just hated it. I never sold anything. Was
0: the boss cool with the no. the flyer? Really no. hated I me. I would think.
1: Hated you hustling. Me. No, he hated me. And then his boss hated me. I was an idiot, though. Like, my, my area retail leader manager was like, what are your dreams? And I'm thinking, oh, this is great. We can get to know each other. And I told her, I want to be, you know, I want to be an entertainer. She's like, what are your dreams here with this company? I literally said, I'm just working here until I make it." What are you <laughs> talking about? <laughs> I literally told her that. And w- went home and told my wife, "Man, yeah. I had a great, I had a great talk with Lisa." Okay. I can see why they. Yeah. I can see why you weren't a good employee. She was I, like, I, "You idiot! Are you, you told her that!" And I was like, yeah. "She asked." She was like, "You." She didn't mean for life. She meant with the company. No lie. Monday morning, I came back, and they brought me right in. Like, you're on a 90 day performance improvement plan, yeah. and I knew from that moment I was getting fired.
0: See, I thought this was going to be like a pursuit of happiness story, no. and the fact that you said that to this. Oh, your bosses were right. They should have let you go. They were
1: absolutely right to fire me. I thought
0: this was going to be one of those, man, you know, I was a good employee. No. I just didn't like my job, and they were assholes at my job. If you say, I don't I not trying. This ain't my career. <laughs> Hold you on. As you're saying it to a woman who's made the decision, this yes. is my career. Literally. Yeah. Literally. I don't want to be you. Right. I don't want to be you. Why would right. I be you?
1: You want to work for a bank for 25 years? You you it's, eat Jimmy John's yeah. every day for
0: lunch. <laughs> I don't want Jimmy John's. Crazy. I Yuck. want chicken sandwiches from Santa Monica
1: when I go on somebody's podcast. That's what I'm doing. Uh, That's where I'm at right now. And the thing is, I was legitimately mad at them. For years, I, like, carried a chip on, like, a Jordan-level chip on my shoulder. You guys fired me. I'll prove it to you. And then, like, as the years went on, I was like, actually, it was it's good for business. That's,
0: that's I think that's everybody. When it yeah. initially happens, like, you can, like, you go into an audition and think you kill it. And then you go to the movie, and you see who they cast it, and you're like, and they don't know what <laughs> Killed could kill that role. And then every now and then you look back like maybe maybe my audition wasn't that great.
1: Uh, I've that? had a lot of those where I've auditioned and thought i killed it. I hate auditions. Oh, uh, me too. No, but
0: it's in it's in exact science, so it's part of the business, and I get it. But you know, this is this is I'm okay with auditioning and then not getting it, and for whatever reason. The thing I hate the most is. You go in, and usually it's during pilot season, and you're studying three scenes all night. You're just in your fucking
1: room. And yeah, that. yeah.
0: And then you get there and go, we're just going to do scene one. Um, and scene one is like three <laughs> lines. You're like, there's nothing funny on scene one. I was doing scene one to get the scene two. Right,
1: right. So you could really get off.
0: I was like, you'd be like this. There was one, and I, I told this story. It might have been a Tony Baker or somebody else, uh, that TV show Superior Donuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I knew... Knowing this business, I like go, they, they got this part casted. Yeah, they're just doing this not to be rude at this point <laughs> because I it was, it, I mean, it was like 10 pages, three different scenes. <laughs> I'm up for three days because I liked the script and I knew they had some comedians attached to yeah. it. Right It'd be a great, it would be a fun show to be on. Yeah, and as soon as I walked in, and I literally, I don't know why I thought I was that special. <laughs> that I was going to producers at that point. When I saw him just going to casting, I go, this is just casting? Because, you know, it's weird. Like, sometimes I read for pilots, I'm, I skipped the first round. I'm yeah, in the second. Yeah. This was, Spirit of the One was That was cattle call time. Yeah, yeah. So I see all these guys in the lobby that are kind of looking like me, and I go, oh, this is cattle call. Ooh, yeah. And then lady goes, we're just going to do, like I said, we're just going to do one. It was, I'm not lying. It was like two lines.
1: Oh my. And God.
0: it wasn't like Two long lines? It was like, what are you doing here? You're crazy. Like uh, that, right? <laughs> it was so so simple. And I just went, they already got this cast.
1: How man. do you even get, you can't, just let's just not.
0: I walked in and looked at everybody. And I, I Literally, I gave nothing. Gary Owen. Where are you from, Gary? America. I was <laughs> <laughs> so, like, why are we doing it?" I, I literally wanted to be like this. Who got it?
1: For real. Who got it? Just For tell real. me. don't real.
0: I don't want to sit here and waste my
1: time. I've oh. auditioned a lot. To me, I don't be booking nothing that I'm talking hard, about. Man. the. It's hard on your psyche because yeah. then you don't hear back. Here's the thing. They always
0: say, you got to be a tough skin in this business because you get told no a lot. I go, no, you don't. No, you, you never don't. get told no. You, I, you I, get getting silenced. told no is okay.
1: <laughs> I need the, hey, I tried out for the team. <laughs> I went out. I look. My name's not on there, but there yeah. are names on there. Yeah. I can deal with that. Yeah. It's just a thank you. And then you just walk back Nothing. to your car, and then three weeks later you see the scene that you you memorized on TV. Well, like, you guys were already in production on this? What are you even asking me for? You, you clearly already shot this scene. You already shot yeah. it. Yeah, well, you just gotta get to know more people and casting directors and the producer, and you never know. Which there is truth to that.
0: There is definitely truth. I've had I've gotten parts because I had a I went auditioned and not TV but movies. Yeah. And the casting director went to bat for me. Right. I've gotten stuff cuz the casting director literally was like, "Nah, let's I like Gary for this."
1: And that's so. that's the thing that's hard to like remember. Sometimes the casting director likes you or the director likes you and the network doesn't or somebody above them. Like there's so much that goes into it that mm-hmm. your talent isn't isn't the only factor. Well, for me I know I'm the
0: best. So, <laughs> I don't get it when I don't get stuff. <laughs> Kevin's different. Most people, they're like, I don't know why I got him like this. I don't, why do you not put LeBron on the
1: team? Literally, literally. <laughs> I remember I'm, like, I
0: I'm not Adam
1: Morrison. It's hilarious.
0: <laughs> See, I gave you Pacific Northwest <laughs> shout out, dude. I'm a beast at this. I didn't this.
1: think Adam Morrison was coming up. I told you I'm the best. <laughs> told you I'm the best, baby. Gonzaga's greatest, man. Right, man. His, but uh, I remember Issa Rae, a friend of mine. I got an email from her. Did you just name drop Issa Rae? Issa Rae, friend of mine. I don't get to do it often. (laughs) So when I take the chat, when I have it, I will. I don't know why I
0: didn't get insecure. uh, (laughs) I was like, that's who you cast at Issa Rae? I was like this. I could have crushed that role. I don't get it, man. I'm totally insecure.
1: Insecure about somebody No, I was up for her part. It was weird. I was in the lobby.
0: It's all these black women. I go, what is going on here? (laughs) I killed it, though.
1: That's hilarious. But yeah, I auditioned for a scene in that, and it was like, at the bottom of the email, it was like, Issa would like to personally see you. So I was like, of course, this is just, you know. So I thought I got it. And they were like, oh, you you going to audition. I was like, oh, formality. Of course, you got to do that just so the producer see you. It's so one of those four six weeks later, I saw people booked it, and it was like a lot of handsome, fit people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah. It was like her dating interest. And I was like just looking Lil at my- no, <laughs> no, not a little real, uh, but a couple of dudes who were like 185, yeah. and I was like, and I'm kind of like, I'm balding, you know, I just, I'm not the guy you cast to be the romantic interest for yeah. a 28-year-old woman. Yeah. You know, I'm, hey, there's a dad picking up a son from soccer. Right. A little out of shape. Used to be junior varsity starter. Bridges of LA County, not Madison <laughs> County. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> But yeah, man, it's like, it's it's part, of, that's why I do so much of my own stuff, because no one can tell me no.
0: But that's the, that's the beauty of the times we're living in now. Like, you said you moved out here eight years ago. Yeah. You know, when I, when I got to LA over 20 years ago, uh, you know, you're at, you were at the mercy of yeah. networks and yes. producers and uh, quote unquote, the gatekeepers. Like, yeah. You couldn't like create your own narrative or. There was no podcast back then. I know,
1: that's I, that's the thing YouTube. I'm the most grateful for yep. is we, we've come up in an era where you can create your own stuff and mm-hmm. nobody can tell you you can't make a YouTube page. You know what I'm saying? You can't have your own podcast. You can't write your own movie. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But before there was no way to distribute that. Cameras, all that stuff was way too expensive for the average person to do it or share it. But now because yeah. of the internet, we've been able to level the playing field. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And... And you got a podcast, I got a podcast. You know, yeah. I mean, you're in traditional movies. I mean, they are traditional. I don't know why I did this. But I do a lot, too. I, yeah. <laughs> but I can make a movie and distribute it. I just, It's just not going to be in theaters. But also, our theater is going to be a thing. Right. I was just reading an article, like, 350 Regal theaters closed. And, like, AMC, like, you can rent a whole AMC for $99. So it's mm-hmm. like, does that, that going to matter as much in the future as it did? Because... You know, Disney just announced they're they're focusing on on Disney Plus almost exclusively. Mm-hmm. So movies are going to come out always, but yeah. they're not going to come out in the traditional way. And if people are used to watching movies on their TV anyway, then it's much easier for me to say, "Hey man, watch my movie, ten fifteen bucks." You know, after yeah. you finish your your big Disney Plus thing. So yeah. that's what I'm banking on. Society changing.
0: Well, I, there, uh, I ain't gonna lie. There's still nothing. There's no. Um, how can I say it? There's no feeling like. A movie coming out and going to your premiere. Of and course. Walking the carpet and all that stuff. You,
1: Billboard in Santa Monica or Times Square? Yeah, like, yeah. Obviously. It's cool. That's what I want. Yeah, it's cool. But, but I keep not getting booked.
0: But there's still they're just as good feeling is like I just I had the, the movie came out a couple weeks ago. With Michael J. White on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Sudden Death. And just the randomest people. Hey, amen. I saw your shit. Right. I saw your movie I'm like this. Did you? Yeah. And I'm thinking it's thing like a man or something. Like, nah, man, I joined with a, you. You was a janitor, man. Got your ass kicked by a girl. I'm like, okay, I'm the guy that got my ass kicked by a girl. Now I'll take it. At you least they've seen you. You know. So it's no exact. Like I said, there's no exact science to this business. The key, and um, I think a lot of, I know I'm in the older comic category. Is, yeah. I just did what you did. See, is it's contagious. You have to stay up with the times. Yeah. So like I thought. Four years ago, I'd be like, man, I ain't doing no podcast. Of course. I don't want to do no, what, what, for what? Yeah. And now I'm like this. Uh, I'm mad if, that I'd, if I didn't have one, I'm like, "What? I got to do a podcast, dude.
1: Why wouldn't you now? Plus,
0: it's, it's also, uh, it's good to, I don't know, have that time with comedians because we don't get a lot of it together. No. I was tell, you,
1: Lunell told me that one time. She was like, you're not going to get to see your friends perform unless you're on the same show. Like mm-hmm. your your best shot is to catch them in the airport, leaving the hotel you're coming into, yeah. like, but actually get to watch them perform. It's going to be few and far between because if you're both good, you're both going to be working. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's one thing uh, COVID has given us is more time to like shoot each other stuff with Zoom and all that type of stuff.
0: And a good thing about podcasts is it's it's going back to, it's not about, how, you know, I, sometimes I wish I could get that feeling when I was an open micer. Where I, they'd be like, Gary, yeah, you gotta, you're on from 9.30 to to so So mm. be here. And then your, your butterflies kick in, like immediately get the phone call. And then, like, for three hours, you're like, oh shit, you're yeah. going up tonight. <laughs> yeah. and, but you're so excited. Yeah. And then you don't have that feeling anymore. Do, like, do now you not it's get nervous anymore? No. 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 A, no. A stand up? Yeah. No.
1: Even the big arena shows? No.
0: It's just. Really? No. No material? No, I love it. Cause, Cause I'm always more worried, like,
1: your, at your level, it's like, I've seen Gary on in movies. I saw him in comics or whatever. The expectation is much higher, you know. You got to deliver, baby. I'm yeah. scared. <laughs> I told
0: I'm, like, you I'm good. It. Hey, listen, man. <laughs> <laughs> you good? You good, right? <laughs> no, I get more anxious. Um, but the, what I like about the podcast is when you're reaching out to people. Two things. I was the only thing I was worried about with the podcast mm-hmm. was everyone says no, yeah. and I go oh my God, I'm an asshole. <laughs> it's was like, when I made it, when we transitioned from me doing it by myself to me having guests, yeah. I was like, it's going to really let me know how people feel about me. That's true. Because for you to, anybody to come to, to get in their car, right. drive down to this studio, yeah. you're taking time out of your day. Yeah. There's no money in it. Right. You know what I mean? Delicious chicken sandwich. Chicken sandwich. Didn't I get you, to enjoy it. Get water definitely water. Boom, we would have got you a latte. Yeah. We would have got you a latte. In fact, can we were a latte in the middle of the podcast? Get the latte, man. I want the full experience. I want an yeah. iced oat milk latte. <laughs> sure. Get oat him milk? an iced oat milk latte. All right? Watch this. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost out of questions. So. <laughs> no, but it's, it's, it's one thing you're like, oh, this guy's really just doing this to do it. Yeah. But at the same time, you never know. Work gets work. Yeah. So if you don't have anything going on and you can go on somebody's platform that you never know who could see it, and I'll give you a perfect example.
1: So the
0: day I went on Harry Connick Jr.'s daytime talk show. Okay. I'm just a guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the day, and this is how you never know. It was the day, it was 2016, the day after Trump got won the election. Mm-hmm. So the whole country was kind of in shock. Yeah. So... I go on Harry's show, and it's just a weird vibe.
1: I bet it was. I mean, <laughs> was it in New York too? Yeah. Okay. So
0: literally, the results came in at eight p.m., became official at seven eight a.m. I'm on set, right? Yeah. I thought, I thought, oh my god, they're never gonna have me back. Harry didn't like me. I just didn't realize everybody was just weird. yeah.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Fast forward. I shoot a pilot that didn't get picked up for a daytime talk show. Mm-hmm. And I asked the guy, the, one of the producers, I said, how'd you get wind of me? Because they really were after me.
1: Right, right. He goes,
0: I was a producer on Harry's show. He wow. said, and when you came on Harry's show, you just were, uh, you looked oblivious to everything that was going on <laughs> in the country. You were just happy-go-lucky, talking about your family, your reality show, and, he, goes, yeah. hey, and he said, Harry was a little off that day, but you kept the energy yeah. up. And I go... That's that's what got it. But thing you, you got thought it. where you feel like you didn't bring nothing to the table. And then he said, Oh, he said, when I get on, he goes, That guy, that guy could be a talk show host. Wow. So I was just like, so we did a pilot, didn't get picked up, yeah. it happens, but work got work. Yeah. Work always gets that's work. That's why
1: you just gotta be a pro every time. Watch how your career takes
0: off after this shit. <laughs> 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 I've cussed three times because Kev doesn't cuss. I don't know if you guys realize that. No, I don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shit fuck asshole.
1: He can't say it. <laughs> Those didn't even go together. No. <laughs> it doesn't. It's not supposed just, to. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like random.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's no rhyme or reason to know. Work gets work, mm-hmm. man. Cause you don't know, you don't know who's watching what. I I was telling you before you came on, uh. I had a guy Tori on a month ago and we talked about this shady promoter from back in the day. Yeah. The shady promoter who has been MIA for 20 years, right. all of a sudden called another guy like, hey, what the hell's Gary Owen oh, yeah. talking yeah. shit about me for? I'm like this. <laughs> so now you appear? <laughs> You let me tell you,
1: you talk smack about somebody, oh, man. they find out. They especially if you have like a fan base, they'd Yo, be watching everything you are on. And maybe you know. Kev, they were saying this about you over here. Oh yeah, yeah. They'll tag you to the minute mark, like scroll to two fifteen. Yeah, they was talking crazy. Like that's happened a lot of times. I mean, not a lot of times, but it's happened enough. You know.
0: Yeah. But you know, it's come to the game. It's weird when if people like give you criticism and you have to step back, like, are they hating or are they being honest?
1: Right, right. Because sometimes a fans difference. have legit constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're just pissed off. Yeah. And you're on their phone or TV screen or whatever. Or and even with comedians,
0: or no. talking about other comedians. And you're like, this, well, is he being a dick? Or right. is he really just giving his honest opinion? Yeah. I had uh, I had Aries on here, and I said, that's your problem, Aries. You're too honest. Right. Because <laughs> you're really, he's not, when I had him on here, I told him, I said, dude, sometimes when you're talking, I wish you wouldn't say anything. Because I'm like, you're taking the bait. You're taking the bait, man. (laughs) You know, like when he had that thing with Naeem and him and Naeem was going back and forth. I said, what was the deal with that? And he was telling me something about Naeem. I said, said, but, you know, he has to defend Kevin. Has to. I go, Kevin is like taking him on tour. And now they got the radio show. I said, if I'm Kevin, I'm mad at Naeem. For sure. For not sticking up for me. You have to. Like, it's like...
1: If your wife's pissed off at you, they don't give somebody else license to talk crazy about you. Like, no, I'll talk. That's my husband, though. I don't know who you think you. You know, this should right. be pissed at them. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, I think a lot in a lot of ways, especially the bigger you get in this industry, you kind of got to be like the the star quarterback of your own business. Like, you can't take the bait with the media. You can't. You know, you can't fall into those traps. You got to take all the uh, all the blame and none of the success. Like, you kind of almost have to be like that. Because you know people will bait you. You know that people will bait you into a Twitter war, and then if you respond, it's like, look at Gary Owen—he over here going back and forth with little old me. Like, yeah. bro, I'm I'm just a regular person who has their mentions on too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I I'm I'm an artist. I'm sensitive about my stuff. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, but and it's hard to always be the bigger person. <laughs> Sometimes you just want to be like, first of all, you can forget all this. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I'll let you know what it is and what it ain't, but it really never usually benefits you in the way of just, like, other than feeling better. It's like a heckler. You know we what I'm We talked I mean?
0: about it. We said, like, you, as a stand-up, you'll have a 1,000 people in the audience. Man. 999 are dying. And the one guy you said dressed in red is just looking at you like, why is he not laughing? Yes. And you'll get off stage like, what's wrong with that dude in the red? <laughs> not the other 1,000 people that haven't thought the show
1: was great. Dude, what is his problem? <laughs> you don't even have it. you could have the best set of your life if one person ain't laughing. And I've had situations where that person – has had like a VIP ticket and like it's getting a picture. And I'm like, dude, what was your deal? Were you laughing? He was like, oh, I just don't be laughing. I love you though, man. Let's get this selfie. And I'm like, Yeah. When do you come to the show? You're not, you, you're like, no, nah, man, I don't be laughing like that. Like
0: well, it's like if you if you're a headliner mm-hmm. and you're on a show with like you're on the one some of these tours where it's four or five headliners.
1: Yeah.
0: Like you can go up late and the audience can be tired. Yeah. Physically be tired. Yeah. And then you're not getting the reaction you are used to. Yep. And you'll get off like, damn, I kind of ate it and bombed. And then all your messages will be like, funny shit tonight, man. <laughs> I loved it. Man, that was great. I had a great time. You're <laughs> like this. I didn't get that at all. I didn't get that vibe from you at or all. Or how about this? Do you sell merch after your shows? Yep. You'll go up at a comedy club and have an okay audience and sell everything. Right. Then you'll go up and destroy <laughs> It won't sell shit. You're like, you like always
1: feel like if I kill, there better they're be no shirt, no, and they're, they're just they're like a, laughing right past your t-shirt. They're leaving on the way up. Good like, shit, man. It's terrible. <laughs> what about this? I mean, I've had some of the worst shows as far as audience-wise, like not laughter-wise, but like small shows. And you really meant five minutes? Yeah. You ever had an
0: oat milk latte?
1: I've never had oat milk,
0: dude. I'm opening your horizon. You are. Oh, that's good. That's oat actually milk. really good. There's no sugar, no dairy. You're not going to fart. You don't do dairy either? Mm-mm. No dairy, no gluten? Mm-mm. What kind of desserts little do you have, man? A little bit. <laughs> you, a little bit of dairy every now and then. but
1: nah, That's just, amazing, though. That's creamy still. I was worried about the weird. oat milk to be creamy.
0: Sounded weird. <laughs> <laughs> this, this <pocket> <laughs> weird.
1: I like a creamy latte, man. Yeah. <laughs> Creamy just sounds weird coming it's, out of a guy's a weird, mouth. Creamy, moist, they're yeah. weird things.
0: The should that shit never going to... Don't ever describe an oat milk latte as creamy. It's creamy and moist. No, just say, <laughs> hey, it's like milk. But nah, man, it is creamy. Motherfucker, <laughs> you
1: can't say it. Motherfucker, stop saying creamy, kid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if this motherfucker says creamy one more time.
1: I remember when I was first starting, we talk about merch. I remember when merch... I routinely made more in a weekend in merch than I got paid. Like merch was the gate key to my good weekend or not. Like I was getting paid one twenty. I remember I was flying from here to Athens, Georgia, to get one twenty-five for an hour, and I was like, man, this is, the math ain't mathing. You know what I mean? Just the parking my car and, and riding the flyway, I made maybe eighty bucks, sixty bucks. You know, mm-hmm. when you take all the food and stuff out, but I made like fifteen hundred in shirts. In one day, because he was were like, the headliner. You was the headliner. I was the headliner. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, but it was it was at a church. At that time, I was doing almost always only churches. What your sh- what your shirt say? Ooh, I think they just said faith at the time. Oh wow! But the T, watch this, Gary. The T was a cross. Wow. Come on, it hadn't been done. Wow. Actually, had been done. You wouldn't know the guy, truth. I saw guy. it at a Forever Twenty One store. Oh, Jesus Christ. And I was Christ. like, I'll be taking I that. I Think
0: I know why you haven't been casting anything. <laughs> <laughs> You're a legend in your own t-shirts. Like, oh no way! You went to a church and sold faith, but the T was a cross.
1: T was a cross. Where
0: was Jesus? (laughs) Was he on the T? He was was just a cross. So it wasn't. It wasn't a real cross. You gotta. You gotta have some blood coming down. (laughs) Thorns on the T. That's too much. (laughs) That's too much. That's what I would have. I would have taken it too far. Can we get um? Can we get like a nail and the H, like? Directing into the tee, <laughs>
1: <laughs> It is reversible, life, man. so <laughs> it's,
0: it's resurrection. You know, when it gets dirty, can we have the sweat have resurrection come through it? Oh, like those workout shirts when you
1: sweat and yeah. like reveal something yeah. else. I want the
0: whole biblical scene.' <laughs> when you're sweating, it starts off as faith, and when you sweat, Jesus pops up, and then this pops. <laughs> and he's got guns. <laughs> and <his blood. laughs> and then I want Mel Gibson. Right, That's the Passion of the Christ shirt. Oh, and we got James Caviezel. <laughs> what has that guy been up to?
1: Him, James Caviezel. He always pops up in something though. You think it he's not working? It does be him? random. It does be after yeah. Passion of the Christ. I hadn't seen him. Then I saw him in like a, like a not a buddy cop, but like a suspense thriller. He was a cop or something like he, that. He was on
0: a TV show too for a little bit. Oh,
1: was he? Yeah.
0: Some of them people. It's hard to come people. down
1: after Jesus though.
0: Especially that
1: one. Yeah, I mean that was like a, that was a pretty intense thing. Did you see thing. it in the theaters? I saw it at church.
0: I saw it in a theater and. I almost start laughing. Really? Because the lady in front of me was bawling. Her eyes are like, <laughs> Yeah, I was like this. It's not real. <laughs> There's, okay. I've cried at movie theaters like E.T. I was so loved, like five when it came out or something. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. When, well, okay, Elliot and him, I was like this. <laughs> I think, as an adult, have you ever been to theater and just start crying? No, nah, I mean, I've gotten like, little moist. Oh, I, man. Antoine
1: Fisher. You said moist, by the way. Fuck Just right. what I told you, You're man. Right. Creamy, moist. I'm sorry weird. about that.
0: <laughs> See what you did. See what you Antoine did. Antoine
1: Fisher was super intense, though.
0: So I got a little teary-eyed. Mm-hmm. There you go. At Antoine Fisher, because I was like, he <laughs> <laughs> was going on, through hell, one. man. <laughs> Welcome. Oh, oh. <laughs> it was like them fucking old crooky knuckles. <laughs> That's how she got casted. That was the audition. They literally had a line of old Black women going like this
1: <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. Can you come in? But they, saw, they were studying for two more seeds. And they're like, we're just going to do the welcome line. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> welcome.
1: Whoa. It's going. Thank you. And then called her agent. I think I killed it. <laughs> Welcome. Oh my God. It's funny, the worst I ever cried in a movie, movie you wouldn't expect. The Crudes, I don't know if you saw that. Uh-uh. Who's in the Crudes, it's a it's an animated movie about cavemen. Hold on. But listen though, it's it was the fatherhood thing because he was like taking care of his family. He was about to die to save his family. And the father in me was like, Well, I would die for my family if we were cavemen too, man. I would just die. I was crying. But the worst—I don't know if you've seen this movie, "Me, Earl, and the Dying Girl." It is who's in that? Uh, nobody big. It was like a small movie I saw on a plane. But they tell you what's going to happen at the very beginning. Spoiler alert: Me, Earl. Uh, why do I know the, that film? R.J. Something. The black dude is R.J. Something. I can't. Can think we look name. that up? RJ Siler. R.J. Siler is a black dude in it. Super funny. Him and his boy, and this, they meet this girl. She's sick. They tell you what's going to happen as soon as the movie starts, mm-hmm. and then what happens? Exactly what they say happens, happens, and you're not expecting movies to do that anymore. Hmm. You're expecting it to be like a, a uh, twist, ha- no twist. We told you it was gonna happen. It's in the title. Then when it happens, I was crying on an airplane on the way to a show. I'm talking about shoulders going flying to New York. I had to put my hoodie on and turn to the side, like making yeah. noise in seat 24B. The name B, again? Uh, movie. Yeah, me, me Earl. Earl, and the dying girl. I gotta watch that by yeah. myself. But watch it by yourself because you'll be surprised how emotional you get. Like, it was still a song. something, man.
0: Um, I'm thinking, what gets me every time? Like, I'm just like, oh, God.
1: And Triumphant those, stuff, man. Like, pursuit of happiness. Oh, my gosh. When he gives him the job oh, at the end. When he, the way he just went down the stairs, all like jittery. <laughs> I was out of here. So much, man. man. His son is get you, bro. The
0: Fresh Prince,
1: when his dad left him, bro, I was mad at my dad f- during that episode and he was in the kitchen. I was like, oh, you just gonna. Oh, go my to work.
0: dad was kind of him for a really? while. Really? He's good now, but growing up,
1: that hit home, brother. I was man. like, yes. I, 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 that was the first time I really cried.
0: Oh, that Fresh Prince episode,
1: man. It just happened. Yeah. <laughs> you think I want this? <laughs> It just happened. The way he did yeah. that. Are so, oh, you a better man than
0: happened. me? Oh, okay, Phil. Way to go. Way to way to become the victim. Right? It's every every therapist you meet. He did it. Oh, way to be the victim, yeah. Ben Vereen. You already left Webster. Now you're gonna leave Will. This guy left everybody. Oh, such a good scene, man. It just happened. He should have went, went like this. I'm out dad, turkey. <laughs> he was no. acting so hard with yeah. his hands.
1: It was going so hard, bro. Oh,
0: trying to think, what's another film that I just cannot? I got a, there's certain movies you have to watch by yourself. Yeah. You will freaking lose yeah. it. Um, oh, I'm trying to think. Antoine Fisher, I, I got me good. Pursuit of Happiness got me good. Boys in the Hood, man.
1: When Trey's crying?
0: No. He shot Ricky, man. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I I was cry a kid? Though. I
1: thought he died for real. Oh, you thought more? I thought died for he real? died for real. And the same day I saw that, he was on the Tonight Show, and he came out, and I was, I freaked out. They were like, "Ladies and gentlemen, More and He came out. I was like, "What? He's at three o'clock. He died. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? What? What is he doing out here? Like, I was. I don't know why I was watching Boys in the Hood and the, the Tonight Show, or whatever, on the same day." But I was lost, man. I,
0: I did a joke uh, about every time I watch Boys in the Hood, I think Ricky might live. Every time it's you're like this, hoping. just make a left. Or
1: stop eating the Twinkies. Everybody says that. He you didn't have time. They're like, he was supposed to go to UFC. He should have juked. It was in yeah. slow motion. Right. He got like three steps, and then Rajon Rondo How shot him in this? the back.
0: How about this? The guy that shot him? I'm on YouTube, and I saw this whole YouTube video, and he really became that dude. He's a
1: murderer for real.
0: He really, be- he really like was, and he had like some heat on him in Hollywood. Even that little scene, really, he got, he started to get phone calls, and things were bubbling, but he couldn't leave the street level. And then I think things dried up a little bit, mm. and he went to crime. You know what? <laughs> you know what fucked me up out of a- all not. There's some obviously screwed up stories in Hollywood.
1: Yeah, but.
0: Speaking of Antoine Fisher and 8 Mile, there was an actor that committed suicide. He was in both of his movies. What's, can you look that up? A black, he was from Dayton, Ohio, You know, mm, I'm from Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. So he was on a show on Bravo called The It Factor, too. Mm-hmm. And, and then It Factor, Jeremy Renner, Lisa yep, Ray, yep. he was on it. And I remember I just was rooting for him. And then all of a sudden, what happened was he got Antoine Fisher. Yeah. And he got 8 Mile. Back to back, so he could feeling, have been the other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this. Yeah. Angelo Wilson. Wilson. What year did he die? 2008. Damn, 12 years ago. Damn. So you figure eight mile and and Anton Fisher was 2001, two, something like that. Yep, yep. So he I, and I remember I saw him in a Sprite commercial, oh, wow. like in 2005 or six. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, he's still working. Yeah. And then I just it was like you know. Third page of the L.A. Times or something. They found him in like a warehouse and he hung himself. Oh, my God. And and then he talked to like family and friends and they go,
1: he was he was getting depressed because he wasn't working. That's the thing. Like low key. One thing that I don't I, I don't suffer from depression. But one thing that helps me in the like audition process is I always have something else to go to. Stand like, I up. always have stand-up, I have podcasts, I make my own videos for fun. Like, there's always something I can control. Yeah. The audition room, I feel the most powerless in ho- auditioning and pitching. It's like all on the other side of the table. You yeah. literally have, you do your best, but you, you don't you're, know. You're, you're
0: a Morgan Freeman in Shawshank Redemption.
1: Literally. Like, like you live <laughs> like this. <laughs>
0: I'm good. I'm rehab. I'm, right. I'm going to deliver. I'm going to know my lines. I'm going to give you a hit show.
1: Exactly. No. you like this. <laughs> You almost got to be dead inside. Like, yeah. you have to audition with your best, but like, you like a quarterback who just got scored on. You just got to like, all right, I got to shake it off. Think, and-
0: think about it as an actor. And hold on. If, for people that don't know, what was his name again? D'Angelo Wilson. D'Angelo Wilson was, he was the guy that shot the store owner, Antoine mm-hmm, Fisher,
1: mm-hmm. His,
0: his best friend. And then yep. in 8 Mile, he was just one of the crew, one of Rabbit's crew, one of the crew. Can you imagine being an actor? And you're out here and you're just you're grinding and you're probably running with other people that are grinding. Yep. Right? Yeah. So at least that gives you a little context because you're like, okay, there's other people going through what I'm going through. Right. But then to get something and to think, all right, I'm I'm in. And then yes. let me tell you when I realized how this business works. Right. I'm out here open micing, trying to be a name out there. And I had a lot of shit come early. Mm-hmm. Like my first year in Hollywood, Hollywood, I got Comic View That I got was there. your first year? I wouldn't even live in here I was in the Navy I was still active duty When I got on Comic View What? I took a week's leave And came up and
1: shot You're lying Mm-mm.
0: I was stationed in San Diego
1: You booked Comic View And, and you weren't even living in LA? Mm-mm. You were still in the military? Yeah I was still active duty I was in the Navy Wow I, I, draw,
0: I auditioned I won this contest in San Diego Said they were Looking for the funniest black comedian In San Diego contest <laughs> I want it was Z90 was a radio station. I want it.
1: You went into that, was like.
0: Yeah. And there was like first prize was, I don't know, like I don't know, like some gift certificate, some food place, like a hundred bucks or something. But you also they they kept promoting it. There will be execs from Comic View there. BET's gonna see you. And I don't know who was there. But anyways, it got me the audition to go wow. comic view so i had to come to la and do a little showcase but it was a it was a comic view showcase mm-hmm. so it was uh i don't know it was somewhere off wilshire so i went up did that i got on the show when I said you're this your film date i had never been on the road oh. i had never been on the road i just oh, been oh you San literally
1: Diego. got a super Bowl. you had a playoff run in your first season right i was wow.
0: i was i was uh andy ruiz when you yeah. beat would he be... Would he be Anthony Johnson. Yeah, it, I, that was me. I was like, Mom, we ain't got to struggle no more. <laughs> so anyways, wow. I I took a week's leave, and come to you, they filmed it in a week. Yeah. So I'm thinking I might be up here Monday, but I kept winning. <laughs> so I kept having to come back. You know yeah, what I mean? I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah. shit, I want to get it. I'm coming yeah, back. I want to yeah, get Because it. Yeah. It. it was a contest. Then they said, um, you know, you win all your first three rounds, then you get an hour special. So I got an hour special. When I tell you, I don't know where the hour special is, <laughs> you really only had to do 45 minutes because it was commercial. Mm-hmm. They weren't, they were counting for commercial breaks. Yeah. So I had maybe 20. When I tell you it's the slowest paced <laughs> hour special, like, I'm like, I tell a joke, and then I walk to one side of the stage. I walked, and I go, yeah. yeah. I, I waited till the last person laughed, and then I went into the next joke. And I winged a couple jokes. Like, I just said, i will just going to try this. And the, 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 the couple jokes I tried worked a little,
1: Yeah. but I
0: put them kind of in the middle. And I was yeah. just like, I knew I had a strong first joke and a strong last joke. Right. I don't I don't know where the other forty was going to work out, but I knew I had a good two and a half and a strong two and a half in the beginning and end, and that's really what it's about. That's hilarious. So then they Curtis Gatson called and said you want to be the host, and I was like, oh, I still got like a couple months left of my enlistment. That's he doesn't crazy. know I'm in the navy. Navy doesn't the navy there was people in the navy, but the navy didn't know. Yeah, like yeah, I was yeah, on yeah. the gate. Literally, I'm on the I'm, I was a, a master at arms. Really, so I'd be on the gate. Waving cars huh. on the base, and somebody be like, hey, man. Brother, point, We you on TV last night? I go, yeah, yeah, come on. <laughs> Keep it moving, bro. And then if the girl was cute, hey, were you on TV? I was. Hold this. So, yeah, yeah, I'm on TV. You know what it is, man. I'm, just, saying, I'm about I to got get this out. little thing. i next month. So, go ahead and write down your number. I'll get you on any tickets on the base and give me a little wop or something. Give me a little wop. Give me a little wop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. So you went from the military to professional stand-up comedian.
0: I, that's where I got, I think that's where I got a lot of my um, quote unquote hate. Mm. So I remember talking to Samora about it, and I Samora had been the host, <clears throat> and I had saw her at like the improv, and I was like, man, I, didn't, I thought everybody got along in stand up. Oh, you know what I mean? No. Like, I didn't, I was like, I've been nice to everybody. Man. Never said a bad word about anybody. But you skipped said, over
1: people. Is that what it was? Yeah. Well, some more said,
0: she goes, Gary, I was the first female host. She goes, so I caught a lot because I was a female. Mm-hmm. And she goes, you're white. You're so easy. Yeah. It's so easy that you're the easiest mark out there. How you right. going to make the white dude? <laughs> and then I had never been on the roads. So nobody really knew me. That's and another thing. But I had, had a, been had in a, San Diego. I couldn't travel. I was, I was working. Right. <laughs> it's but not I, that I didn't want to go on the road. Talk I about El Paso. My first ever road gig was, the, was it the comic strip
1: yep. in El Paso? Mm-hmm.
0: Bart or something like that? Yeah, the guy ran? yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went. I'll never forget. I drove from San Diego to El Paso. Oh, my God. Um, It was a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday gig. Wow. So I took off work early Thursday, and a couple guys I was stationed with cover for me. They are like, we got you, Gary. Go ahead. You can yeah, do what yeah. I was doing. Yeah. So I was like, dude, they're going to pay me 500 bucks
1: For the weekend? Um, yeah. I was like.
0: I'm out. I'm going
1: to El Paso.
0: <laughs> I got in my S10 pickup, drove from San Diego to El Paso. I left at like five in the morning, got there that night or before the show, and did the weekend. You week drove in
1: straight to El Paso? Yeah, yeah San Diego to El Paso. That's like a 12 hour drive.
0: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, right. I'm early 20s, bro. That's you were nothing. Like, <laughs> That's nothing. <laughs> S10 pickup, had the cassette tapes going, living, CDs, you had the
1: window down. Oh my God, I'm living life.
0: I'm about to be like 500. 500, baby. And then um, uh, I, I remember I got there and they put you in a condo. Mm. I didn't know comic etiquette. And I remember there was a guy named Chaz Elsner, who was mm. the headliner. And uh, I got there and nobody was there. I go, oh my God, this is awesome. I thought I was by myself. I went in the big bedroom, laid up. Also, Chaz uh, Elder Show goes, Hey, how's it going, man? What's up? Are you, are you on the show? What's up? I'm Gary. And I don't know why I became a surfer that day. What's up, I'm Gary, man? Yeah, it's gonna be awesome tonight, man. You guys, you guys are looking moist and creamy. It's looking creamy, moist over there, all right? So, uh, he said, Yeah, um, I think I'm supposed to be in this room. And I go, Oh my God, you're the headliner. Is this the headliner room? He's like, I'm sorry. Grabbed all my shit. Put in now me being a headliner, I'd have been like, I would have called the club and be like, I need new sheets. (laughs) I need everything sanitized. Chaz is just like thanks and moved right in. (laughs) I'm on the bed. What's up, man? (laughs) Chaz Elser did not give a fuck about me laying on the bed. (laughs) So I moved to the side bedroom. And what I remember about the weekend Mm. is the only thing I ate, I knew I could eat at the club for free. Yeah. So I remember I bought a box of cereal and a gallon of milk. What, 10 bucks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, our Arby's beef and cheddar. You can get two of them. It was that time you get two for like $5. So that was, I had the seal for breakfast, two beef and cheddars for lunch. That was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Every day? Well, it's just three days. And then I ate at the club. the club. And then the club for dinner? Club was, I, I was astounded the food was free at the club. I go, what? <laughs> How do you guys make money? <laughs> Ast- astounded. <laughs> like this, you're paying me $500. Wow. And I don't know what you're paying that guy. And you're giving us food for free. Holy <laughs> shit. And then, they, got, then they, had to do, they hit me with this. Yeah, the drinks, though, aren't the drinks are like, half off because you're the feature. I'm like this. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Ain't no drinks coming down this system. <laughs> but that was, that was my weekend. I was like this. So five, $15 at Arby's and then $25 on food for, for the, the weekend. weekend. So you came out at 4
1: dollars minus gas. gas. And I did hang out
0: a little bit. I went to uh, Juarez. Oh, my God.
1: I've never been. I don't what know. Was it like? That was all. Well, when I was growing up in El Paso, when I was in high school, that was like the thing to do because you could drink at 16 Why Juarez. Yeah. This was before the cartel kind of got crazy. Later on in their life, they were like, all right, we don't. people don't do that anymore. Yeah. So, something happened. You could <laughs> die. Like, like The jail is the least of your concerns. Yeah. You were like, there was kids like dying, like missing. Yeah. Like they go over there for like after a football game and you would not see them anymore. So after yeah. a while, when I was in 10th grade, they were like, "All oh right, yeah, man, we don't, people don't go to Juarez no more.
0: You know what's weird about that is you can drive on the highway and you see Juarez, you see the poverty yes, on the side of the mountain. You're like this, dude. This it's is hard wh- to
1: explain to people who haven't, who haven't been there. Hold on.
0: It makes the projects in America <laughs> look like Beverly Hills. Right, you want to see some projects?
1: Look Draw over the, the highway
0: down El Paso
1: and look to your right. Look over the Rio Grande. It's it's a Rio Grande. It's it's a whole different. Literally, even the streetlights are a different color. They're like light blue, and then in, in the states are like you know yellow or whatever. Yeah, you, it's a it's a it's an issue. The one thing I remember
0: is somebody, some young guy that worked at the club, took me to Juarez after the show, and he 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 knew Spanish. That's why we went. He mm. knew
1: Spanish,
0: and this the door this. I thought, I don't know what it was, but it stopped about right here, about four feet. It was a doorway. Yeah. It stopped at four feet. This hooker came from under the door, and she went like, you know, $10 fucky fucky. (laughs) And I go, and I was literally, the comedian came at me. I go, "Um, if you're going to learn English, don't watch Full Metal Jacket. (laughs) And the guy goes,
1: "No, no, 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 no don't say anything He's smart."
0: I go, "What?" I go, "She." I don't think she understood me. But right. anyway, but the fact that she was like ten dollars fucking fucking or something, yeah, I go, yeah, yeah. And he was like, "Dude, don't, don't, don't acknowledge the hookers, dude. Right. We don't know what's going on." I was like, "This, all right?" So I was like, "Am I allowed to talk to girls down right. there or anything?" But that was my night in Juarez. Is that the only time you went to Juarez? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. one day, that one night. I walked around. We was down by an hour or two and then came back. Wow. Nothing happened. I'm safe.
1: <laughs> no
0: Breaking so. Bad happened.
1: My So neck you had under. the comic view and what other stuff? You said you had an early... Oh, then, okay, this
0: is how I knew about... I'm sorry, we got sidetracked. This is how I knew how this business was. This was my reality check. So I get a movie with Jamie Foxx and mm-hmm. Jamie saw me on stage and was like, yo, I'm doing this movie called Held Up. Yep, yep. Um... I we got this redneck cop, I want you to get down. So I had to go audition, but it's kind of like my audition to lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing, yeah, yeah. Jamie made a phone call. So I did it, got the part. I go up to Canada. I'm up there for like four or five weeks. I come back to the States, and mm-hmm. they had they had a car waiting on me at the airport. In my brain, I'm gonna walk into my apartment and my answering machine is about to be full. Right. Like, dude, we want you for this, 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 this. I just never forget the empty feeling when that driver dropped me off at my little ass apartment. (laughs) I walked in. I went, oh, this is
1: nothing. Wait a minute.
0: Nobody's calling. (laughs) Three days go by. Nobody's nobody's called yet. I didn't really have an agent or anything. Does anybody have my number? I'm calling the producer. I flew back with the producer oh, from the movie. Oh I'm calling her. I'll never forget her name, her name was Stokely Chafin. Mm-hmm. I wonder. What she, I'm sure she's killing it right now. She was great, but I remember asking, uh, calling her like, "Hey, what's going on, Stoke? You got any other movies? Right <laughs> <here?"> <laughs> got any more the <laughs> movie <laughs> for <laughs> lunch? Or what's going on?" <laughs> it was three years before I got another movie. Really? Yeah. No, three years. Wow. Next movie I got was Daddy Daycare. After I held up.
1: That is insane.
0: And, and but app- see,
1: you always have stand up to work back to. Always other have to stand actors up. don't have that. Can you imagine? I'm just saying,
0: imagine the empty feeling. You actor, you're grinding. You're with other people grinding. You get a movie with a huge star. Yes. And you come back thinking doors are open, they're not. You're just like, man. I can't like when I get residual checks, I look at I'm like, God, I can't imagine just waiting for these to pay my bills. Right. That's some like like
1: the Cosby Show people. They're like, what the, what is your, bro, are you crazy? Like, they don't have his money. <sighs> right. So for those to go to, like, to drop crazy, that's it. Man. You end up, like, this is no disrespect. The, the, the dude who played Elvin is, like, in Trader Joe's. Like, as yep. a man, you're like, bro, I got to I gotta work. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, feeling sorry for yourself is not going to pay no bills. Exactly. But, like, we've always had stand-up. We can, especially now, like, you can always, outside of, like, COVID, but at least the clubs John are back been back on
0: the road for six weeks now straight.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. Are they still uh limited so, uh limited yeah, it's half full.
0: Half full? I, I always say it looks like a Cavs game after LeBron left. <laughs> That's exactly what the county comes look like. I go, this is the Kyrie Cav tour I'm doing.
1: <laughs> so at this point, are you just doing it because you, you obviously, like, don't have to be on the road right it's now. Still, well, I mean, you, you
0: still got, listen, you still got b- bills. And you're used to a certain lifestyle. And you're used to seeing mm. a certain amount of money in the bank.
1: So you want to make sure that that stays the same exactly. way. Exactly.
0: And... Uh, yeah, so I, I don't... I, I didn't have anything growing up. I never had money. Bruh. So I'm like...
1: You work you, like you can always be poor. Always. That's what people always like, why do you work so hard? Like, I was poor for... I was broke. ...still much longer than I've been okay. I've been okay for like three years, yeah. max. No, I... I poor I, for I, 33. That's never a long that time. Shit. No! The most... I think one of the most
0: liberating feelings I ever had in my life, and it's so minor, was after boot camp, I was in the Navy and I got stationed in D.C., mm-hmm. and we went to, like, some little restaurant, and it hit me like, holy shit, I can buy my own food. Man. That's so so simple that I never was able <laughs> to ask runny. permission from a parent or something to eat. We, I grew up in a trail bar, we didn't have nothing. Yeah. So I, the fact that I was like, I got I got a little money. I can, right. buy, I can buy this burger and fries, and whatever <laughs> yeah. I want. And then I was always good with my money, like, I was always a little mm-hmm. frugal, but I've always good with it. And then when you start coming into a decent amount of money in this business, you're just like, I don't want to be
1: broke again, man. Never, bro, you don't never want to go back to that. So that when you got
0: gr- money in the bank, yeah, it's such a, oh, I just, sometimes I love going in my phone. And, and sh- looking at my accounts, I know it sounds crazy. I'm like, This, I do it too. This is awesome.
1: I'd be looking like I'd be screenshotting it just in yeah. case I fall off completely. Yeah, I could be like, Bro, one day though, I had this. Yeah, I'm even, broke now, but once no, upon but a time in my
0: life, <laughs> even like when I get the I know it sounds weird. I love paying my guys, the oh, guys yeah. that work for me. Yeah, I, I'm like, This, I like for writing their checks. Like, this is cool. I'm. I'm you, feel, you got that boss feeling, right? but you're also like, all right, now my guys are good too. You yeah. know what I mean? That's, That's a the good best feeling. Part.
1: That's the best part to be able to like, like for me, it's important that if you work with me, especially on a consistent basis, like I don't ever want to be like, man, Kev is way here and his other people are like struggling. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't want that to be used against me either, but I want people to be like, bro, Kev is, he take care of me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, you, you get in with good with Kev, you're yeah. straight, but you just got to keep that amount of people who can say that really small, you know what I'm and saying? And you got to have
0: people that uh, appreciate what you're doing for them. Yeah, yeah, some yeah. Some yeah. people, I, you know, like in this business, I've, had, I've gone through a couple openers because, you know, you get comfortable.
1: Yeah, and feel entitled.
0: I, like I've never, my guys, I've never taken 10% of their money. Mm. I know there's some people that.
1: Take 10% of the opener's money?
0: Yeah. I know there's comics that do that. I'll tell you off stage, but I know. Really? Of, mm-hmm. If you're going to road, they're taking 10%, like an agent of what fee. the club gives you? So what do you what are features get? A hundred bucks? Yeah, hundred usually. Or 150 if you're gonna do a two-man show yep. for a host and that. Yep. Yeah,
1: they'll take 10% of that. Fifteen bucks? A show. But why though?
0: Don't ask me. <laughs> I don't do it. <laughs> but I a- also tell my guys, like, guys that have opened for me in the past, like, you realize like I'm your booking agent.
1: Yeah. Not
0: throwing it out there. I said, but when I I had okay, my one guy. Uh say I mm-hmm. I don't know if you know say Homura M. Mm-mm. He's been over for him for a couple of years now. No, he's on the podcast next week, actually, and We talked about mm. it. Well, he goes, um one time we were in Houston, yeah, and he got comfortable. <laughs> I'll put it that way. Uh so I asked him to drive me from the hotel to this restaurant because I was meeting friends that for a Thursday night football game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, huh? I go. And he just dropped me off. They're gonna bring me back, but he dropped me off. And granted, it's in rush hour. There's yeah, yeah. So we're on our way to um, this restaurant. He is on ten. He's like, "Yo, I got, I got, I need a job description." <laughs> because I thought I was your, I'm like your web guy, and then I'm opening for you. I could be in my room writing jokes, going over my act. Yeah. I go, Right now, I'm your driver. Right. <laughs> I am your driver. I just got off the plane. I'm tired. When he got going, yeah. he was going, I'm sitting there going, oh. <laughs> and in my brain, I'm going, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, you're going out to eat with me. He, I'm not saying drop me off. Eat with me. I'm waiting on my friends. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. I- One, you asked me if it was an extra ticket. I said, it's not my tickets. I'm a guest of somebody. Yeah. So I don't have an extra ticket. So you're not tired you would have went to the game. Right, right. And then I'm like, you realize I'm not asking you to go build a Habitat right. for Humanity home. I'm asking you to go to dinner with me. So I let him go all weekend. He said he, said he needed a raise, right? So I let him go all weekend. Think I was going to give him a raise, right? <laughs> Sunday comes. I sit him down in the green room at the Houston Improv. I said, hey, man, I thought about what you said. And uh, this is what I came up with. And he, I could tell he's like, I go... This just ain't working out. Oh, I said bad. I'm gonna have to let you go. He didn't make a sound. He went. <laughs> 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 he did every movement. I go, dude, are you in the job walkies right, right now? What's going on? Right. He goes, what? <laughs> what I go, dude, I don't know what to tell you. Say, I go, I'm, I, I'm in my mind. I'm taking care of you. Uh, you're staying at five star hotels. Yeah, yeah. You're not. You're not at a shitty hotel, but right. right. You're staying where I'm staying. I said I'm not taking ten percent of your money. Mm-hmm. I said you don't have to worry about booking yourself. You yeah. literally are like looking at the schedule and you're there. If you're so on, you're working. Yeah. I go. So I go. I guess that's not good enough for you. I was like, so I'm gonna let you go. And I go, I'm gonna find somebody else. And he went. And then. We talked about it, and he realized. Oh, you
1: were serious, dead serious. Oh, you weren't just. Oh no, he was gone. You were. Di- oh, I thought you were like teaching him a lesson. Well, I, was. I mean, you were, but not like a fake lesson. You were really gonna let him go. Yeah. Oh snap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, this. What, what's going on here? Yeah, I was like, yeah. I was
0: lost. Like, dude. Yeah. You yeah, just yeah. told. you told me how broke you were for the longest. Right.
1: <laughs> so you you told me all this. Good.
0: I'm like this. <laughs> yeah. I was was dumbfounded at almost the arrogance
1: of it all. Right, right, And
0: to his credit, we laugh about it now. Yeah. And he said what happened was he was doing a lot of my web stuff at the time.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And the manager, Raymond, of the Houston Improv, Mm -hmm. gassed him up because he was like, yo, who does your website? And I go, say, the guy went over. He goes, yo. We've had a lot. He goes. He was showing me the numbers of. He goes. Look, we've had a lot of clicks that went from your website to buy tickets. He goes. Mm. So whatever algorithms is going on the internet with your website, it's working. Right. Because people are going directly from your website to, to get to tickets. Improv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say got gassed so up. He's like, like, it's sure boy. It's me. HTML. I, you feel my me. name
1: is Algorithm.
0: <laughs> my name is Sayamora Algorithm Algorithm M. So he said, and he. Granted, I love this guy. Yeah, He's yeah, still yeah. working with me to this day. Yeah. It was um and this was five years ago. It was just he had yeah, a moment. reality check in yeah. a moment. We've all had it. Like, Absolutely. And he was like, but the funniest was this. <laughs> 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 huh?
1: I remember with my kids, there's a company right around the corner from here. And my kids were working there, and I we were getting paid five hundred dollars for me to write, direct, produce, edit their sketch show in and to pay them. So we like, you know, all did that. So they're like the number three thing on this channel, like number three videos. They have the top video. So I tell my wife, like, we should renegotiate their contract. You know what I'm saying? We're bringing all these numbers to this YouTube page. My wife is like, I agree. I was like, we should get a new apartment because I'm sure it's going to work. Right? (laughs) When I tell you, I told these people, I'm looking for double a video, maybe even triple, but I'll settle for double. These people were like, oh, actually... We're, we're going to end your contract. We're not going to re-up re with you. I'm like, well, okay. I, I didn't, we didn't go back to the 500. You know, I 500 is great. I'm out. You know, put it away for the kids. That um, was my first lesson in Hollywood. You never... <laughs> uh, got you. <laughs> Role playing.
0: We got a new sketch show called We Don't Appreciate. <laughs> I would say shit, but I don't cuss. <laughs> we Don't Appreciate SH Star Star. So do you guys like the show concept? Right. Okay, I was just checking. That's fine.
1: You talking about learning a hard lesson in Hollywood? Um, Going to renegotiate for more and getting nothing. But that's not your.
0: Well, I don't know how that works, but that's what agents and managers are for. Yeah, we didn't have that at that time. Every time they, I get an offer for something or something comes along the pike or you know whatever, I'll, I'm very clear to be like, between us, I'm doing it. Do right. what you do. Try to get more money all that. Right. But I'm doing it. Yeah. There's been some projects that's like, that's great. Right. <laughs> I'm doing this show or this movie. Do make, what you got to do. Make it happen, though.
1: But I'm doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just yeah, want yeah. you to know that. Because you don't want them to negotiate you out of something you wanted to do. Yeah. And, and you, like, what
0: you don't want to do either, you don't want to have people looking at you sideways like, Who's this guy that he is?
1: Right, right. You know I mean? But they that's do, a hard part, though, man. Like, but that's that's what they do. Yeah. That's why
0: you. That's why you have the agencies and the managers.
1: Yeah. So yeah. you
0: calling yourself Kev? You <laughs> should have had somebody fake as your manager. I did that in the beginning. Oh, when I when I um when I called it might have been comic strip. Yeah. When I got booked at the comic strip first time featuring, mm. I made up a name. <laughs> do you know David Arnold? Yeah. The yeah. comedian. Yeah. Uh, Before I ever got on stage, I had knee surgery, Mm. and his first wife was the lady doing my paperwork for my knee surgery. Mm. And I'm in her cubicle, and this is at Balboa Hospital in San Diego. And I see david all these newspaper clippings of David Arnold. And I go, who's that? And she goes, oh, that's my husband. And I go, is he a comedian? She goes, yeah. I go, I'm a comedian. (laughs) And she goes, I go, no, no, I'm serious, I'm a comedian. She goes, oh my God, I'm gonna give you David's number. I called David Arnold on the phone. Really? Same day, right? He goes, Hey, what's up? And then she called him first mm-hmm. and then said, This guy's gonna call you. So now I called him. So we talked for like an hour on the phone. And he was like, uh, Yeah, man, here's what you gotta do, man. You gotta get a headshot, you gotta get a bio, yeah. all that stuff. And then and you gotta start, you gotta get a tape of yourself, and you gotta start sending it out to comedy clubs and stuff. Done. Right. I had never been on stage. I had a fake bio. <laughs> I, I put. I'll never forget. I put, I opened up for Jim Carrey for a cancer benefit. Never met Jim Carrey. Never went to a cancer benefit. I was name dropping. I went high with the name drops. You're going to make it up. Yeah, I didn't go low. I went high. So, and then uh, all these fake uh, rooms that I played. Right. You know what I mean? All these. That didn't exist? No, it was all fake. You could not find them. Like Smokey's Grill in El Cojito, California. There's no such thing Nobody, as an El Cajito. Nobody's
1: gonna nobody's gonna look it up. Right. Like, okay, whatever. Yeah.
0: Smokey's yeah. grill. Is yeah. I was at a creamy white gay festival. <laughs> that was the great one. That was the Pride Festival. So uh that's funny, man. The, uh I sent so I sent it out. I went on stage like whoosh, once or twice had a VHS tape and dubbed it, sent it out, got booked at Comic Trip in El Paso. It and, worked. When I say the first thing i sent out it wasn't really a show i taped myself at a karaoke bar oh wow and everybody sang songs and i went up and told jokes for five minutes and my boy had his camera and just to get the the tape yeah to send out the comic clubs
1: you, you really was getting it out the mud
0: yeah well i mean i always knew i wanted to be a stand-up i just didn't know how do you do it
1: right it was right
0: like, you know, remember ray combs used to host the family feud
1: the dude who used to be kissing everybody no I that, that was
0: richard that Something. No, um, Ray Combs came after him. He was like in the 80s,
1: okay. 90s.
0: He committed suicide too. Guys, the second guy we're talking about committed Man, suicide. No, I didn't know. But he's, he was from my hometown. It's right outside of Cincinnati, Hamilton, Ohio. But um, he had a comedy club in Cincinnati. Mm. And I used to go sit outside the comedy club and listen to comics because I was too young to get in. And really? i listen to him And I'd literally be like, I'm funnier than him. I'm funnier than him. Oh. And then somebody would come like this, well, that guy's pretty good. <laughs> That guy's got a future. That's a good one. That was a good joke.
1: That's, that's another hard part of Hollywood. Feeling like you're better than people or you can make stuff that's better than people and you're not getting the opportunities, that is super frustrating. Mm-hmm. That's like Kanye, man. He's these, these really that much better than me? Like, it's tough. Like, yeah. man, they, this guy? That person? But, bro, you, it, it takes a lot, man. It takes a... I feel like I've been working forever for, like, these last three years for things to, like, Fall in place, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like,
0: I mean, whatever you're doing now is working. I know I've been sarcastic this whole show, but <laughs> how
1: did you? How did you hear about me? I'm really just curious through the. I don't know through
0: the grapevine. Like, your name pops up when in conversation and stuff. And like, so when I had Tony,
1: yeah, 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 I
0: was like, he he brought you up like off camera, like yeah, i do something with Kev on stage. He was telling me a schedule and stuff like that. And that's when I was like, oh, I, I think I want him on my podcast. That's you know great. What I mean? And then I never heard anybody say you're you're uh, hard to
1: work with or um, anything like that. Do, in this industry, the, the only thing more important than is he funny, is she funny, is are they cool? Because you could be funny but, and if, if you hear like, oh, man, Gary's, you, he's funny, but and they don't even say anything. Comics literally just be like, and sometimes be like, you, Sometimes
0: I, maybe <laughs> I want the uh, punishment or I feel like a psychiatrist. Sometimes I like the... The hard, hard to work with guys. Really, I, I, I kind of want them on the podcast to be like, I could probably, I could tell them what they're doing wrong and not be <laughs> attacking. Like I had Aries on, yeah. And I, I Aries, but did you know hit, him prior? Yeah, I've known Aries for over twenty years. But okay. I still, I was like, um, Aries hit me up like, hey man, I want to do your podcast whenever. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, but I don't want, I don't, I want you in studio.
1: Mm. I didn't want
0: to Zoom call Aries yeah, during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. I said, and I, I told him, I, said, I want you in studio. Yeah. Because I wanted the Aries experience. If he did start yelling or he did go off, (laughs) I wanted to be there, like, oh my god, it's happening! (laughs) You want to be on comedy hype, like, (laughs) hold on. Oh, Tracy Morgan. Yeah, yeah. So Tracy went off on me one night in Vancouver. We were shooting Little Man. Really? Classic story, man. And I just I was so fucking enjoying it because I was like. Oh my god, I'm getting the full Tracy Morgan experience. (laughs) Here's the thing I know it's never getting physical with me, right? I know I'm not fighting you if you feel the need to be like this, relax, let's bring it down, (laughs) right? So, for me, it's always like yelling and all this screaming. I'm not really that dude, but I, yo, we were, I don't know, we went out one night and we ended up back there was when you go to vancouver and film some 90% of the time you're staying at this place called the Sutton. Mm-hmm. And half the Sutton is a hotel, the other half are uh, apartments. Okay. Yep. So we're in the apartment side cuz we were there for so long. And tr- for some reason Tracy's room was literally right above mine. If mm. I was 503, he was 603.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's
0: funny cuz I could hear him walking around that night and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's very hard to put it, right? Right, right. So he we're up in his room one night on a Saturday and I remember a couple of the Wayans was there like Craig I don't yeah. know if any of the other ones, but Craig was there for sure. Yeah. Tracy at a left field just start going in on me. It was completely unprovoked. Wow. I don't know what brought it on. And he goes, fuck you, Gary Owen. <laughs> Always talking about black women. My mother's black. Was, I'm just sitting there going. That I was I remember, his opening sentence? I don't know. but I'm, I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> like, this is... This is 14 years ago. So I'm going like this. (laughs) Oh, my God. He's he's really yelling at me. And he's like this. He goes, I'm Tracy Morgan. Seven years on SNL. He goes, I'll call Laura Michaels. You'll never be on TV. Never. Dang. Hold on. He's going in, right? In the middle of him going (laughs) Mm -hmm. in on me, (laughs) his (laughs) doorbell rings. They deliver pizza and wings. You know, because there's, there's like six, seven people here now, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All in the middle of him just going off, he goes, fuck you, Gary. You want a slice? <laughs> he offers me food in the middle of the rant. And then when I oh. said, no, nah, I'm good. All right. Goes back to going in on me. I went, what the <laughs> fuck was that? <laughs> so, hold on. The next day, this was Saturday. I don't know if it was Sunday or Monday, but the next day we were all on set, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Craig sees me and he goes, Yo, I thought you were about to just fucking steal on Tracy. Like he right. was really going in. And I said, Oh no, I was loving it. <laughs> like, I was just like, oh my God, it he's doing it. Spirit. I've heard he does this and I'm I'm getting it. <laughs> so then Tracy comes up and I'm thinking, is this gonna be tense? Is he still yeah. mad? Because I left. He was still mad. Right, right, right. He goes. Gary Owen. He goes, he comes up, hugs me, like kissing on the side of my head, goes, oh, we fucking partied like rock stars last night. Yeah, it had to be the next day. We partied like fucking rock stars last night. He goes, I went in on you and you just took it. You my youth, kid. Like, <laughs> he goes, I love you, Gary Owen. You my youth, man. Like, I'm like this. What? What? It was like it was like a rite of passage. Like right. Tracy wanted to see how far he could push me. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I didn't take the bait. I guess that's he was amazing,
1: just, man.
0: Yo, like he came up like I thought he wasn't even gonna remember it. Right. Yo, right. Gary <laughs> Owen, we partied like rock stars. I went in on you last night. That's Hilarious, you man. You took it, kid. My youth. Yeah, we
1: partied like rock that's stars. That's great, man. <laughs>
0: Didn't remember it all, he remembered everything. It was just like, I guess it was a rite of passage for me.
1: That's awesome, man.
0: I was just, and then, he, like, a year later, he comes to Cincy. Oh my god, this is a great let me let me tell. You. I had a show one time, and we, me and like four other comics, sat in the green room and talked about Tracy Morgan for two hours. And everybody had great Tracy Morgan stories, right? Because Tracy's Tracy, I don't care if he's from Barack yeah. or a drug dealer. Right. Tracy's Tracy. Yeah. That's why people love him. Yeah. So he comes to Cincinnati, and he's at the Funny Bone. And he called me, and I went down there and hung out with him, and I took him out after the show. Mm. And we went to this little hole in the wall. It it was a nice spot, but it was like a lounge, right? (laughs) So we're sitting there. Also, you're sitting here. I'm sitting here. Tracy starts moving away from me like this. I go, what's he doing? And then he goes, and then he, he slides Slides back And puts his hand up Like he was acting like a baseball player Sliding back to first base I didn't pick up on it at first I was like <laughs> what, what is he doing? And then he, he gets up Dusts himself, oh like dust himself off Hold on And he took off his shirt He always took He used to always take off his shirt in the clubs He goes He goes That's my move Right He goes uh, Movies and TVs they, they can go But I always take my shirt off Yeah <laughs> That's my move. I take my shirt off. And so he does this, then he does it again. All of a sudden, the club's fucking playing baseball.
1: Oh my Tracy God.
0: Tracy is acting like he's running the bases. He's got some guy playing first, another guy's short, like a second. And he's acting like he's up the bat. Oh and then my he's God. running around I'm like this. What just happened? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did this just happen in front of me? I was like, oh dude, he's God. one of my favorite
1: people in the business. That's, man, he's as good as advertised. Oh, he's offstage is better. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, I was like this. He's literally one of my favorite people in the business. And that's talking about things that got away. When he got the last OG, Mm -hmm. I mean, I got this. I was on the road. Something was going on. I was flying that day. And and they gave me the audition to play Tiffany's husband. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is right up my alley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Tiff. I love Tracy. Uh it's everybody I wanted to work with in this business and the couldn't pick a better vehicle for my brand. Right, right, right. And they said, the I I could not get the audition in before. For whatever reason, I didn't have the camera with me. Something I just couldn't get it done. I couldn't oh, get to LA oh, in man. time. So I didn't get the audition, right? So I had Tiffany on a couple months ago and I was mm. telling her about it. I go, Man, sometimes there's the ones you wish got yeah, away. And Tiffany yeah, yeah. goes, why don't you call me? I went, what? She goes, why didn't you call me? I was like this. I didn't, I'm not going to call you and be like, can you put me on something? Right, right, It would ruin our friendship, I yeah, would think. Yeah, 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 yeah. She goes, you should have called me. I was like this.
1: <laughs> now you got to live with that. Right. I was like, <laughs> the why the would regret. you say that to me, Tiff? The regret alone is bad enough, but then the fact that you could have done something about it. Well, here's
0: the bad part. The last thing I want to do is call Tiff and I ain't called her in a year.
1: I respect that. You know what I mean. Yeah, expect, hey, I know you get the like random text message from people who haven't hit you up, but like need something. It's a weird dynamic though because I want people to
0: know that I I'm use I'm you know I'm using nepotism, but I don't expect you to give it to me because of
1: that. Right, right, so, right, like, right.
0: Especially with Kevin. Um, every time I've I've pitched two different shows to Heartbeat Productions. Mm-hmm. Neither of them got picked up. Mm. I don't take it personal. Really? But I damn sure called Kev to say I'm pitching a show just so he knows. Yeah, 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 You know? Yeah, yeah. So I don't ever be like, fuck Kevin. get this <laughs> shit. Sorry ass Fabletics, man. Ain't nobody wearing that shit. <laughs> you, you went fucking, to the workout clothes? Yeah, you fucking... I went to the workout clothes. Heartbeat <laughs> shoes. That was terrible. I wore them motherfuckers. <laughs> I, I couldn't even make my over 30 YMCA league team in them. <laughs> I'm not that guy. I thought you were mad at the fabulous. Yeah, motherfucking fabuletics, <laughs> all bland ass, no emblem having, workout clothes. Anybody can wear that
1: shit. Oh, that's but hilarious. But I never,
0: like, okay, so like Gabrielle, yeah, she's yeah, got yeah. um, LA's finest. Yep, yep. I auditioned for one of the cops. I just sent her the audition. I
1: just went, look, I
0: auditioned, know. here it is. I go, I just want you to know I went out for it. Mm-hmm. And then Gab takes you back. Uh, you know, I'm not in charge, but I'll if if it comes to that, I'll put in a good word for right. you. Right,
1: and that's all you can do. We're expect. still friends. That's all...
0: I, I don't ever take another of this shit personally. I know what it is. I know there's, like you said, there's a lot of layers to it. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, when Tiff says something like that, I'm like this,
1: God damn it. My thing is, like, I never... If you're my friend and you need a favor, I have no problem doing it if I can. Mm-hmm. But asking for that same favor is really hard yeah. for me. Like, I... Like, now that we met, you know what I'm saying, I'll be like, if there was something you could do, I'd be like, "Ah, I know know Gary, like, we did the podcast, but I don't know him well enough to hit him for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and also you, you want to value those relationships and the social capital you have. You don't want to, I never want people to feel like we're just friends for what you can do for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, genuine friends have that back and forth type of thing. So I guess it's a really, it's a tight rope to walk. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't Mm -hmm. want that reputation, but you also don't feel bad when people do it for you. You know what I'm saying? it's something you can do.
0: What's funny when you see it though, like when we shot, when we was at the premiere for Think Like a Man. Yeah. Some some producer, director, something was at the premiere and um Taraji was talking to him mm-hmm. about some project. And she goes, Are you are you gonna put me in it? I mean, Taraji just came out and was like, right. You gonna put me in it? I was like, This <laughs> holy shit. She <laughs> just pissed herself at work. <laughs> I was so happy to see it. I go, oh, my God. I, I, I was so happy I got to see that.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you like, somebody at her level. Is, right. She's like, trying are, to are get you putting me job? in it or what? Why yeah. you do- almost
0: like Taraji's looking. I'm like, why are you telling me this? <laughs> <laughs> you, you're pitching me a project that I love. Right. Come Yeah. It. yeah. yeah. You know, but, I mean, like I said, it, it's a weird dynamic. You don't want to be the guy that when they see your number, like, oh. Right. The
1: hell's he want. Right. Wants. Right. But that's right.
0: why you always got to check in on
1: people. Randomly. Always With a, with a genuine op- Like I That's what I do Like if I'm thinking about you Unrelated to anything Not just if I see you in the trades Not just if You know You got nominated mm-hmm. or something But like If you cross my mind I'd be like Hey man Just you know Hitting you up Or, or, or girl Making sure you're good yeah. And sometimes That never amounts to anything Because you genuinely Were like Just making sure they're good
0: Well you know If you ever did that to me I'd be like Still creamy bro <laughs> Still creamy over here <laughs> I don't know how you're doing, but we creamy, creamy over here, bro. Still creamy is hilarious. <laughs> I tell you what's funny is um somebody set up, like I've known Chappelle for years. Mm-hmm. So somebody, when Chappelle had the Chappelle show, mm. so before like season one and two was done. Yeah. Before he decided to walk away. Right. The some people like he was at the uh O- what's the one in Orange County? Is it Orange County Improv? Or uh, is that what it's called? I think
1: it's the Irvine Improv. Irvine Improv. Yeah. So he's down
0: there, got the tour bus, Chappelle. They set it up. I'm going to go in. I'm going to go backstage. And they set it up for me to say hi to him because I knew him. But also they said, just tell him about some of your bits. Because people were telling me a couple of my bits would have been perfect on the Chappelle show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go. I literally just went back. I was talking, Nick Cannon was back there, too. And then I finally got Dave alone. And I said, Dave, man, I'll be honest with you. Uh, my reps got me back here because mm-hmm. there's a couple jokes that I do. I said that they think would be good on your show, and I do, too. I said, but I don't want to pitch them to you, and then you're going to give me a fake laugh. Right. <laughs> he right. was like, nah, what are they? So I told him, and you could tell when Dave's genuine. So Dave starts slapping his leg. Right, goes, right, right.
1: <laughs> 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 he goes,
0: see, that's more... That's more um, my Chappelle impression awful, by the way. He goes, that that's more the brand of my show. He goes, you'd be amazed at the shit I see. He goes, and I'd be looking at, I'd be looking at some of this shit like that's what you think my show's about. Right. That's what you think it's about.
1: Right, right, right. Because
0: I remember the bit I had, and I think I did on one of my specials was white people should have an N word card. Mm-hmm. Instead of black people getting upset, they should charge white people. $20 and yeah. we get to say it five times for $20. Right. But we gotta got our have to have our card. And if we have our card, black people are not allowed to beat us up. But if we don't got it, you got free reign to beat our ass. <laughs> I said, but the problem is you have a white guy saying I said, and it's not like white people we want to say it because we're mad. Yeah. Sometimes you're watching the team and your team's losing and you're like man it's yeah. terrible and black, like where you at got my homework card bro I bought it for this game you know I. Did, you guys got Michael Vick so I knew I was probably gonna yell at yeah, right. right. <laughs> so I said but you'd have you'd have brothers have white guys hand over to the bathroom like it,
1: ah, it's in my wife's yeah.
0: purse Shelly Shelly it's in her purse she's got it. sorry guys I just, you know, security. Well, check. see,
1: that is on par with the kind of stuff with that him. they made. I found that most people don't pitch like that. They pitch, like when I used to work at Hall Dev. I used to get a lot of pitches. And people pitch what they want to make, not necessarily what the company makes or what you are doing. They're just mm-hmm. like, this is be funny because I'll be funny in it. And that's not <laughs> how it works. Hold it's on. like. <laughs> Hold on, Kev, Kev. I got this show. <laughs> yeah. It's
0: called Fuck It. All right. Uh, what's it about? We don't know. (laughs) Just, just start rolling, and I promise I'll deliver. Every every week is different. (laughs) Give it up, (laughs) carry on, and fuck it.
1: Coming this Saturday for real to BET. (laughs) That's how it be, man. And I'm like, bro, you got to think of what the network wants. Why Mm -hmm. this a good fit? Do they do? Here's some comps that you work, or here's a space you can fill. People don't want to do that, man. They're just like me, though. I'm great.
0: It's almost uh, the old notion with athletes. Are you in love with the fame or the game? Right, right. Most people think, there's, there's a comic out there, and I, when he came up to me and said this to me, I was looking, I'm like, you're, you're, you're not going to make it like you want to? Right. One, your focus is all wrong. He yeah. literally comes to me and he goes, Hey, Gary, man. When you first got on TV and, and movies, like how many hoes you get? Like hoes coming at you? I go, huh? He goes, like you, you, hoes crazy, right? What? I was like this. Oh, you're never gonna. I was <laughs> like oh, this. You're never gonna make it, and he hasn't. <laughs> I, 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 I was right about it. <laughs> he's still like grinding. I'm like this. I hope you change your outlook. Yeah, that's His not gonna focus keep you. Was,
1: for hoes, man. I mean hoes. There's OnlyFans for that. Right, I was like, well, I guess uh, it wasn't <laughs> OnlyFans then. <laughs> Not but. back then. But I was right. literally, the, the, I thought he was about to
0: have a deep, what's up, man? What's it like me on the road selling tickets? And this, how things change? And hoes, though, right? <laughs> like, they, they probably just coming, right, after every show. It got real dark. Like, the way he was looking at me like this. What? <laughs> Yo, man, yeah. I can't wait. Have you ever had, like, a, you ever had a, a cube on your ass? <laughs> what? What are you talking about right now? Nah, oh, man, I'm a pool player. <laughs> you don't look like an eight-ball type a motherfucker. Q-ball. You look like a cue ball in your player. ass. What? This just went really dark, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. So
1: I don't know. <laughs> that's uh, that's hilarious, man.
0: What do you got coming up? Isn't that the worst question to ask? Uh so what you got coming up, man? Because no, what you're doing now isn't enough. I've literally had radio interviews. So right. I'll, I'll name off, like, Three things. I'm like, what else? I'm like, I'm sorry. Three is a
1: lot, man. I guess that's not enough for you. To have one thing is 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 a lot. The thing I'm most focused on is the Keep Your Distance comedy show. So it's a um, it's a it's a socially distanced comedy show with a live audience in LA, and we stream it live to everywhere. And then you can you can you can buy a replay link or with the, your ticket, replay link for 24 hours. Or if you pay a little more, you can get it for 48 hours. So
0: how do you keep people from
1: like, pirating and bootlegging that. You don't. Oh. Like, it's it's it. just part of the game. Like, right. no matter how big of a company you are or how good your technology is, someone's going to bootleg you. I mean, I don't want to. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, we're working on stuff that makes it harder. Yeah. But right now, luckily, a lot of my audience wants to support, and they want to help the comedians. They want to support the show. Yeah. But people have parties. They, you know, have basically a fight party. They cook, make wings, drinks. Yeah have people over, you know what I'm saying, and buy one ticket.
0: How many hoes be at them?
1: (laughs) No, seriously. How many
0: many hoes be at these watch parties, man? There's a lot of hoes at these parties.
1: (laughs) That's hilarious.
0: Well, no, man, that's the the thing. (laughs)
1: You
0: have a lot of hoes at these watch parties, man. Seriously,
1: I would have been so uncomfortable talking to that dude. I'd be like, I don't, I don't, know. Tell, I don't know. You know
0: him? I'll tell you off air who it is. I'm not, <laughs> really? I'm, not, I'm, not I'm not gonna just throw random people on the bus like that.
1: But. Oh, good. It's, I'm excited. I got a lot of names too. You gotta let, tell me who's taking the 10%. You gotta name those guys off. You gotta yeah. well, know those Well, those aren't guys.
0: really, honestly. I don't know if you'll know them. They're not huge headliners. And this is years ago. I heard this, but it wasn't like D-Ray or Blackson or oh, okay, somebody. Okay. It's, it's lower level headliners. Okay, that was it makes doing more it. sense then. Yeah. You know what I
1: mean, but yeah, that's the main thing I'm working on. Just Giving comics opportunities. Socially
0: distance comedy shows.
1: Keep your distance comedy. Where do
0: you record that at?
1: We have a my boy studio in, um. I guess it's kind of like Glendale, Burbank area. somewhere, Some industrial uh, place over there. But they got their own spot. It's it's secluded. So, so you're,
0: as a stand-up, you're going up mm-hmm. and there's no audience live? There's, no, no there's, audi- a,
1: there's audience live. So, and, there's, so there's people in? There's people in the audience. Okay. There's like 15, 20 people. Basically, okay. the comics all bring their wife or husband mm-hmm. you know or boyfriend or girlfriend um my sister-in-law and brother-in-law come you have the camera crew and then like six eight other people so you get mm-hmm. a small enough audience to like know live. if your joke's working Let's or not the
0: belly room at the comedy store basically. exactly
1: or the you who room at the flappers like super tiny um then some comics come and pull up you know just to see what's popping mm-hmm. you know five or six comics kind of stand in the back so yeah maybe 20 people at the most you know but then we stream it live like for me I got offered a lot of Zoom comedy shows. I imagine you did too. And the one thing you can't replicate is the instant response. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's like it's hard to gauge if my joke's working or not if nobody's laughing real time. Yeah. The only thing worse than you laughing and I'm stepping over it is me thinking the joke's working and it's not. And it's like, oh, it's Zoom. And they're like, no, no, we heard it. it's just not funny you know (laughs) like i heard you clear like is there a connection issue no it's perfect actually you're really really clear and why do you guys got this on mute yeah no no we we hear you we don't you're you're bombing you're bombing right now you know what i'm saying virtually virtually bombing it's got to be worse than my bombing oh my god just no you guys guys, is it frozen no 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 i'm i'm just not laughing at you i'm just not laughing so I couldn't do that. Like, I couldn't do, like, I can do a podcast, any of that stuff live because I'm not doing my material. Mm-hmm. But if I'm trying to make you laugh and you're not laughing. I need to adjust. I need to tag. I need yeah. to pivot, do another joke. I need to go to a, you know, something to work. Mm-hmm. So. You need to cuss. I need to, <laughs> I need to cuss. I need to shake it all out. All You don't know.
0: Kevin's a clean comic. I mean, he doesn't like that title because clean sometimes collates to corny or yes. corporate.
1: But I am. But you corny, talk though. about sex. I talk about all sex. all that stuff. I do some Bible, some church jokes, but not in the way you would think. Like you know <laughs> I
0: always. Uh, every time you say something, I'm like let me to tell you something funny about that. The f- I, I love DC Young Fight of Death. Mm-hmm. Love that kid. I'm great. He's killing it. Blah blah blah. Spirits in the right place. All that. We did about ten shows at these theaters together, mm-hmm. and I love going up after him because he. This is what he, clo- he close, he's got a bit, something about licking ass or something like that, and then he closes with this testimony of God is real type shit. One after another? I say flawless. <laughs> it's, it's flawless. <laughs> it's like, it's so good. And I'm like, am I the one picking up on this? Right. <laughs> it goes from like, you know, ass lick or something, something of the. I don't really... I usually... I'm walking to the stage as he's getting to his closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's something about... Something has to do with somebody's ass. Right. The female's ass or his ass. I don't know <laughs> which ass it is. And then he goes into this... It's a great... Te, it's a great closer. It's a great testimony of how yeah, he yeah, yeah. went from nothing... And now he's got all this shit going on. And yeah. every year has been a progression. He's like, 2014, I was living in my mama's basement and didn't have nothing. 2015, I decided to do YouTube videos. 2016, I got my first movie. 2017, I got four movies. This movie, I got eight movies. Yeah, yeah, going. Yeah. And it's really like you were expecting somebody on the
1: organ. Right, 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 something. right, right.
0: But he's getting a crowd and he kills it, right? He kills it and he gets all like, Good night. Like, God, it's real. Right. And good night. And I literally I would go up and I go, that was crazy. <laughs> I go. He just went from ass licking to Jesus is real. I go, that guy is, is amazing. The segue. <laughs> That's why it's you know so Jesus great. is real. It's so good. <laughs> right. I go, why did nobody else pick up on this with right, me? Right, right. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. But it's <laughs> yeah. you know, it's him, it's and it's isn't a knock. I love that guy. Yeah, but it's he's so great, funny man. going picking up on shit. I'm like, this. Did anybody
1: else pick up on that? Yeah, but he's worked super hard to like be good on stage. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he's. A,
0: I love like backstage. He literally is a sponge. Right, and right. He, he respects the craft. That's
1: all I've ever heard about DC. What? Literally what you just said? Everybody said he's a sponge, he respects the craft, he does the work like Cuz
0: loud here, As loud as he is on 85 South Show yeah. and as loud as he is yelling at somebody right. uh on Instagram or something like that. You ex- you know, like I said, off stage you might expect that? No. Off stage, he'll be in the room with four comics and you could tell he's just soaking it in. Right. All right. that knowledge.
1: That's why you know his, I mean his, his his pro- his pro- projection is those guys am- are amazing. 85 South. 85 South. Asshole. They're hosting the BT Awards. No, the hip hop awards. Or hip-hop awards. Yeah, they're hip-hop not on art. that
0: level yet. Right. I'm just kidding. I'll just <laughs> hold on. You just become a hater? Nah.
1: <laughs> not awards. Beyonce's not there. Right. But that's so amazing, awards. bro. Like it's, it goes back. Podcast hold on. live? Let's tell you something.
0: Goes back, those three guys, Chico Bing, yep. Carlos Miller, and DC Young fi Create it, right. Their own brand, their own narrative. Yep. Through YouTube and yep. social media. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't get the Hip Hop Awards because somebody BET hired them for something, or somebody right. at HBO. They got it because of YouTube, because yep. of Instagram, because their you know own I mean?
1: leverage. That's what I'm like, saying. They work. It's work. man. I didn't even know the Hip Hop Awards were coming out until I saw they were hosting them. Yeah, Like, I didn't even know they were, like, it wasn't on my radar until I mean, it,
0: it, it sucks, the beats who are hip wars They suck. <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> just, hold on. I like going in and out of compliments to hate. You know why you didn't hear about it? Because they suck. Okay? Have you heard hip-hop lately? It's fucking awful. I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> but, bro, I, I really wanted my podcast to be as big as their Their live show is, like, they're doing um, arena, like 5, 6, 7,000 or, or theaters at a podcast.
0: Yeah. Did you ever hear about, uh, you probably didn't. It was, it was so minor, but I talked about Carlos Miller one time on my podcast because I said, as comedians, classic of being in your own brain, mm-hmm. thinking something's wrong. Yeah. DeMarcus Cousins had Boogie Comedy Jam. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So we filmed that. Uh, it'll be two years in April we filmed it, right? Mm-hmm. So Carlos just got off the plane and went straight to walk through, and then I'm in the van with him going back to the hotel, and I'm trying to engage, but he's not really engaging.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm taking it as motherfucker don't like me.
1: Right, right, right.
0: What I'm not taking into account is dude got off the plane, went straight to walk through. Walkthrough, yeah. Probably coming Tires. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, what What's, why don't he like me? Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you start to think like I don't, I don't like him. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I talked about it on uh, my podcast like a year and a half ago after it happened. Mm-hmm. And I go, and honestly, I have nothing bad to say about Carlos Miller. He's right. never once been out there saying shit about me. I don't know. I go, it's. I knew it was in my own brain.
1: Right, right, right. But th-
0: for that day, I was like wrong with this
1: dude? Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. What yeah, I? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm yeah. not room for him no
0: more. Right. And then Carlos like he sent me a message going, dude, I fucked with you the long way. Right. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how that, how to take that at first. <laughs> but he reached out and was like, yeah. hey, what are you talking about? And then I ended up working with him in DC like two weeks later. He was in Milwaukee, mm-hmm. and then it was funny because we was laughing about it on the side of the stage. Yeah. I go, dude. I, I realize how you can get in your own head oh, man. and read things wrong. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I was, like this. I was so in my brain, like,
1: what's wrong with, why don't
0: Carlos smell like me? Yeah. I've never done anything to him. <laughs> I, what do you mean? I, I enjoy his hats and his goatee. What are you talking about? I think it looks good on him.
1: The thing that's crazy about 85 Style, kind of related, but not. When I was at All Deaf, we were, tr- I, I really wanted to give them more, and I could not convince my bosses. Of like, like they they didn't see it. Where are like, your boss is at now? Everybody's fired. Exactly. Everybody's fired. Wonder why. And then when we got new people, they're like, "Get eighty five South. I was like, "No, nah, man, too late." They they we need them now. Like yeah. at this point, I saw the vision way early. Was a mm-hmm. fan. Was talking to their producer, trying to do a thing, but I could like I could. It's it's hard. People don't see things until it's too late. Especially in Hollywood, a lot of times mm-hmm. you just like. Like, the pandemic, I would have never thought of doing a socially distanced comedy show. But you couldn't perform in L.A. Like, you couldn't. You know, you couldn't. And my wife was like, look, can you not just go out? Like, not even for the, like, she was like, you've been on the road for, like, years. Can you just be, like, home for a minute? Like, you cannot risk everything. So I was like, that's kind of where that came from. It wasn't Mm -hmm. like, I want to do that. It was just like, I need to perform stand-up. Like, to go three, like, when the pandemic first started. Dude, like, I don't, I'm going to go crazy. I would rather bomb than to not perform.
0: Let me tell you something. When you hit that stage, all is right in the world. Gary, I don't I, care what you're going through in your life. <laughs> once you hit the stage, you're like, I don't care if you're going through a divorce. Right. Somebody just cheated on you. Uh, bills are backed up. You hit that stage and you all took that mic, is right. You take
1: that mic off and, and pull the stand back. I told the when my first joke back was like. That's the equivalent cool when you're like trying to take the panties off, and, and, and you know she like lifts up to yeah. help you. That's how good that feels. Like you know, man, we're gonna be all right. Yeah. Like that's how it felt. And panty I didn't dropper. the panty dropper, man. Like, and that's why I don't care how big I get or what happens. I want to the way Seinfeld and Chris Rock and and uh, Jay Leno they always come back. They actually never even leave stand up. Like oh, they're I always you, doing I you were that. Gonna say they're all hacks. <laughs> I want to be so hacky.
0: Like those three guys.
1: <laughs> I don't think I'll ever stop like them. Like Jay Leno had the he was the highest paid person or second highest paid person, and he was still going out every Hirmosa weekend. the Beach or something like that, right? Yeah, the magic man,
0: club.
1: still going
0: out. It's in you. It's it's it's, it's the it's my drug of choice. Yeah, I never did any kind of drugs. Yeah, but once I hit got that first laugh, I was like, uh,
1: you're gonna I'm, do that an Addict. Absolutely. You could do. Ten movies in a row that all got a hundred million, and somebody was like, "Gary, we got a theater show for you." You're like, "Done."
0: I know when when I shoot movies, I you know I'm to the point now where i was like, "Okay, I'm, I don't want to do stand up while I'm shooting." Mm-hmm. But then you get on set for three weeks, you're like, "What? Is there anything this Saturday? Because I'm off."
1: What? <laughs> You're pulling up and doing a guest spot, yeah. just because you need to yeah. do it. That's a fact. You have to, like, man. Let me get. Just give me ten, bro. Yeah. Like, I, I, I performed in weeks. So yeah, man. It's. I don't think that'll ever change for me ever in my life. Yeah. Like my whole goal is to do everything I want and then to get like a Vegas res- residency.
0: Do like Don and Rickles.
1: Just, Don Rickles, George out. Wallace, just come Not down me, from my bro. penthouse,
0: Reno. But, Reno. <laughs> <laughs> no, the property value's better. <laughs>
1: I'm going to say you want to torture yourself. Nah, yeah, I'm going
0: go to Reno. <laughs> where I live in Northern California, right? Uh, Reno's a spot in my really. Everybody goes Tahoe and Reno's where they go to gamble. I
1: want to go to Tahoe. They I don't go to been. Vegas. They go I don't to Tahoe. You. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? It was funny. Like my neighbor actually was funny. I went the first time I went to um, his wife's like a, a whale. She's a high roller. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So they said, Hey, Gary, come to Reno for a couple days. Can you? My wife was gone out of town, and I wasn't doing anything. And this was during the pandemic, but they were starting to open shit back in June. Yeah, 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 yeah. I said, is it open? They go, they're opening up this weekend, first time. Mm. I said, I'll go. So they got me a room at Harrah's. They got me this huge suite, right? I go there, I'm in this huge suite because I got a house in Tahoe. Yeah. So then it was funny. I go, damn, man. I was here for three days and never saw the lake. And her husband goes, there's a lake? (laughs) (laughs) Because I gamble so much in Tahoe. He goes, there's
1: a lake here? It's (laughs) in the name. (laughs) I thought that was just synonymous. Wow. You guys gamble a lot. That's hilarious. So, okay, Kev
0: on stage, somebody comes to you, and I ask this to all my guests. They say, all right, man, here's the movie. Pick anybody you want to be in the movie with. Is one person you could work with in this business, actor or director?
1: Who would it be? Will Smith. Will Smith. I met Will Smith in January. It was the highlight. Where'd you
0: Where'd you meet him at?
1: At his office. We were pitching a digital series. Uh, I was with All Deaf. Did you get tongue tied when you went office? No, hey, you know man. what's crazy? He. We were walking out of the of the pitch meeting, and he came out of the kitchen and he like bumped me a little bit, like not aggressively, but he was like, "Hey, oh!" And I was like, he had fig newtons in his hand. He was eating two fig newtons at once, which was like.
0: They probably weren't real Fig Newtons. Right. They were probably made with some organic grain oh, yeah.
1: that lowers your body fat right. level. But I bumped into him. He was super cool. And I, like, I'd like i be like trying to be cool. Like, I ain't going to get no picture of him. You know what I'm saying? But it was Will Smith, man. Will's been like yeah. famous my whole life. You know what I'm saying? He had 10 movies in a row, $100 million at the box office. And I post that on my Instagram once every two months just to remind anybody if you forgot. What? Let me see. Is it your screensaver? Name my He's screensaver. He's more important than your kids. I don't even delete it out of, my f-
0: out of my camera roll. Let me see this picture of you and Will Smith. Hold on. I'm acting like I've never met him. Let me see this you picture of you and Will Smith. Wow. I met him on the set of Wild Wild West. Did you That's really? how far back I go with that motherfucker. I'm just kidding. I've been into Will like four or five times. I pitched when he had Overbrook. Is, he still, is it still Overbrook Entertainment? Uh,
1: I think he has that too for media, but this is it was Westbrook Entertainment. Me and Will Smith. He's not guys. a liar. Nope. Might as well throw it up today. Where's the, the Fig Newton? He put it down.
0: So let me do, go like next time you post it and then post me and you and be like this Yo, met two of my idols. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. My favorite white and favorite black guy. <laughs> but I, always, I said my, my, not my, yeah, my goal. What I want to come out of the podcast is all my guests come on and then they're like, yo. You say who you want to work with, and that shit happens on Gary's podcast. That, that Here's what's great. crazy. Now, granted, Kev's a shot caller, Kevin Hart. And um, I not, said, Kev, who you want to work me. with? He said, well, Will Smith was the actor, and then Todd Smith, or Todd Phillips, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Todd Phillips was the director.
1: The Joker then, guy? Yeah. Now, Joker. so,
0: Will and Kevin, you know, doing plane, changing automobiles together.
1: Yeah, I yeah. Go,
0: I don't want to take the credit, but I will. And then uh, I had Joseph Sakura on, Tommy from Power. Yeah, 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 yeah. I said, Who do you want to work with? And he named off people he hasn't worked with, but he also said, I'd really love to work with Dion Taylor again.
1: And really? And then
0: him, he just did a movie with Terrence J and King Batch, and Dion Taylor directed it, and uh, Joseph Sakura's in it. It's going to be terrible. <laughs> it's fine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hold on. I just like to you, do some negativity to Monty get some clickbait shit right. going on. Gary goes in on this terrible horror movie with Deion Taylor <laughs> and, Kevin and Terrence J. It's gonna be awful. It's not gonna be scary at all. I mean, Terrence J it's not fucking scary. Just score oh, oh yeah, yeah. Kill the fucking ghost, bro. <laughs> You kill whoever that killer is. Right. right. That's, why I, that's why I didn't like uh, the intruder with Michael Ely and Megan Good. Mm-hmm. I said, Joseph, man, you created such an iconic character. You were supposed to fucking shoot Dennis yeah. Quaid immediately you at the that driveway.
1: You died went out like screen. a screen. And went out it like just a, showed you like Frozen or something.
0: Went out like a <laughs> pussy, man. <You laughs> it was just be weird. A, you don't do somebody like Tommy. Then do the intruder and you're all nice. <laughs> right. Lovey dovey. And it's fucking Dennis Quaid the fuck, man? You're supposed to get killed by Bing Rains with an axe in the back of your head. Bing <laughs> Rains should have killed Joseph according in that movie and been not in the movie. Just came in and Ving
1: Rains went, and went, and just walked out like, that had uh, nothing to do with the movie. Like I would accept that much more than the way he died. There's right. no way Dennis Quaid kills Joseph Coyne. Not like that. Not like that, no. I, if, He's if like you, 50, you, hold on. 60. If you're going to do
0: that, I should have played that part. Right. Why? Why you hire Joseph Sakura when you could have had me? We look damn near the same, and people been like, "That's how Gary gets killed."
1: Right. <laughs> That's not how Joseph Cora and Tommy no, gets killed. No, not from what he's done. No. The last five, six years, he's, he's earned more than that. Now they
0: got the spinoff. Uh, they have like three. Well, Tommy starts in January. I'm. I want to be his brother so bad. Right. I don't even want to be on the show like a, a, like on it all the time. I just want to like one or two episodes. The fat, they can kill when they go me go back to the family. Yeah, like, because his dad was a Rolling Stone. His dad was out there. His yeah, dad died. Yeah. Tommy killed him.
1: Would you like to do dramatic acting?
0: I've done a couple small dramatic parts. Yeah. I, I mean, I would. A lot of comics really kill at that. Well, we we, we come from pain, man. They, we come from dark shit. There's a <laughs> bolo on my brother right now. Be on the lookout for. Her. He's doing the lowest level crime. I talked about it last week with Tony Rock. He is... Out there stealing catalytic converters? Oh off of no! Because he gets seventy-five dollars at the junkyard
1: for catalytic converters. It. It's That's white white crime. crime. <laughs> it's white crime, man. <laughs> I was uh, riding in an Uber one time, and the dude driving me had his girlfriend had came and spent the night. They had broken up, and he woke up, and she had stolen his truck, and she brought it back. And no catalytic converters. He's on the phone with the detective. Taking me home like, no, man, she stole the catalytic converter out of my truck. And I was like, you yeah, know, there's money in that. <laughs> gotta take that car a different time. He yeah. was like, no, man, I got it. She stole my catalytic converter. You in my car for 10 minutes. Right? This is my life. Okay. <laughs> right? Why do you think I'm
0: overdrive? You think I want to do this, bro? This isn't the game plan. He had it on speaker,
1: too, man, like, coming out of the car. I was like, I feel like I shouldn't be a part of this, like, information. Right. It was just weird. That was like your parents arguing. It was like, oh, wow, that's crazy. Hey,
0: quick question. Can it get any hotter in this studio? Holy cow. This this episode is brought to you by Back Sweat. There's so much going on in the crack of my ass right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sitting here listening to your story going, I just felt an entire drip start from the top of my vertebrae and somehow slip down the crack of my ass. I went like this. Ah, this just got hot. I'm officially
1: moist. It is hot in here. Is it hot. always hot? This hot? Not quite this hot. The air be us, It's Dude. 100 degrees outside today, though. Holy cow, guys. Climate control, I'm man. It We're both wearing black. I know. I always wear black. It's supposed to be slimming, but I just be looking like I look. I just like black. Me too, man. It's helped my career. I can wear... <laughs>
0: We got coffee mugs that we we got merch for the podcast. My my coffee mug says, "I like my coffee like I like my women, black." black. <laughs> you want cream and sugar now? How dare you disrespect Creamy. my coffee with cream and sugar? Do I look like Jason Kidd to you? Hell no! I don't want cream and sugar. I want the Kembe Mutombo Hilarious. coffee. Hilarious! I want Acon coffee.
1: Right? Michael Blackson coffee. <laughs>
0: I want to so sew black. You think it might be tar. Like, are you drinking shit they put on the road?
1: Oh, no. my God. it's coffee, bro. <laughs> thick coffee. So.
0: Whew. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you fighting traffic. Course, man. Coming down. This is our first time really meeting and talking. It is.
1: I, I, I appreciate you, you for having me. Well, you have
0: completely blew my expectations. I thought you were way cooler. <laughs> <But> that's fine. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get what the appeal is. <laughs> I'm I like this it. I can see why they didn't pay you double $500 <laughs> I can see why Will Smith didn't buy your pitch <laughs> hold on you tell me all these stories I'm like this yeah I get it now I get it
1: yeah, yeah. if I was in casting no <laughs> I'm just kidding I'm fucking with you it's all good No, I
0: really um, thanks for coming on of course uh, thank you for having me I hope you uh, get to work, work with Will Smith I in the movie I do too
1: uh, hope you I, don't it doesn't f- have to be a movie, by the way. Anything. Literally anything. Okay. Doing his podcast, him doing my podcast. I'd be happy with that. Nah, I'm not even I mean, I will. will. I mean, I would I I him on the
0: podcast, but you're talking about you get to work with Will Smith one time. What do you want? If you a say okay, podcast. Movie. movie I'm just saying well, I'm, I would be I would take you I'll fucking I would you'll never, ne- you'll never be on TV, Kevin. Oh Lord Michael. You get one chance to work with Will Smith, you say you fucking podcast? What's wrong with you, your <laughs> podcast, you could do a movie, you could be huge in Istanbul. Will Smith is huge overseas, <laughs> yes, bro.
1: Yes. I didn't move
0: Michael Jai White, I didn't realize how huge Michael Jai White is overseas.
1: Is, the, is it the um, karate martial stuff? Yeah, martial Marshall, stuff? that should yeah.
0: translate. That's why football movies don't necessarily translate mm. overseas, but fighting, fighting, translate everywhere. Fighting
1: in Fast and Furious. You don't Evidently. need much dialogue to get that. Clearly. I understand throwing a missile across ice. You don't Clearly. need English for that. Clearly. Like, Oh, yeah.
0: Act like you've done this before. The rock
1: holding a helicopter with his bare hands. Or how about <laughs>
0: how long
1: was that lake? Oh, my God. That that plane the, took off. On, like, the, on the tarmac? Yeah. It was 300 miles long. <laughs> it's a 30-minute scene. Yeah. There's no this. airport in the world. <laughs> but you don't need to understand English to get that this is cool. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, right. right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on. and cool, man. Uh, we'll have you back in whenever want to come
1: back. Cool. Thank Open you, guys. Door.
0: Goodbye, Kev all. Kev on
1: stage. Gary Owen.
0: Can I be the last one to talk on my podcast, Kev? Jesus Christ. <laughs> of course. Kev on stage, everybody. <laughs> Shh. <laughs>